And it only takes about an inch. Somebody ISO that, please. Bowl after bowl till he's sick. Packing bowls and freeing souls from America's heartland. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl with Lorian and Spencer. Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl. May your bowls burn ever brighter. Oh yeah, we're hoping they're burning bright, bowlers. Thanks for joining us on this special Sunday edition of Bowls with Buds. It is February 26, 2023. I'm Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. I'm Dame DeLorean. And joining us uh, one year after his first visit to the bowl, he's back, Dave Jones, the pod sage himself. <laughs> Has it been a year? Oh, it's a year goes by faster than it than it seems like it would. It's pretty crazy, right? Yeah, like it, I don't know what to think about that. Some some somehow I want to be uh, concerned that a year can go by and it not feel like it's very long. Maybe it's because I'm, you know, forty seven or whatever. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's getting faster every every the older every year you get, the faster the next one goes. That makes sense. It was like a. Each year becomes that smaller slice of your overall life. And so, like, the relativity thing kicks in, I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, you know, I really need to slow, intentionally slow down and stop thinking uh, about, oh, man, if I can just get, if I can just get over this day and get to the, like, man, if I can just get through this day, then I'll get to this other day, you know, later in the week. And then, you know, then I'll have all my work done in this regard and I can settle, you know, relax. I'm like, I need to stop thinking that way. Just like enjoy each day as it is. Yeah. You don't, you know, you're not getting any more of them. Just soak in the time, you know? Well, Mm -hmm. uh, that's what we try to do here at the bowl. We get some buds, you know, just relax, let the conversation flow. Um, that will slow time down. It's absolutely, that, that will do it. Yeah. You know, just take it easy and, uh, let the things roll in. So for people new to the format, um, this is still an episode of bowl after bowl, uh, Episode 226 to be specific, but we do these bulls with buds uh, sporadically whenever we have time to sit down and talk with a bud. And I'm uh, the bud. You are the bud. You are the bud in our bowl. It's great to great to always uh, have you every time. I was all jitty cuz like uh you you slid in right during the piano outro of No Agenda. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw your email. I was like, I was thinking, okay, four o'clock. And I saw your email. I said, we got about an hour. And I'm like, okay, it's 311. I was like, you know, I shouldn't join at 411. I should join at four o'clock because that's. I'm very glad you did. <laughs> yeah. That's the old uh, sweat running down my ass crack moment like uh, Adam always talks about. <laughs> Getting ready to play the Dave's Not Here, man. Ah! Over and over again until you showed up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, like. W- I promise we're going to have a guest in a minute. I hate, you know, I, I oh, always yeah. feel for, I feel for the the hosts of shows that have to do that. We're like, yeah, we we're we've been promised that we're going to have so and so. He should be here any minute, and it's like you know, ten minutes in. Like, uh-huh. I, I really think he's going to be here. Well, you know? I would have found some uh, music to throw on, probably to kill time, but uh, 
I'm sure a lot of the NA Nation people would have been like, oh, the stoner, he fucked it up again. Let's go uh, mow the lawn or something. I don't know. It's the wrong time of year to be uh, mowing the lawn. but The uh, Rainbow Connection, uh, that was a great song. I'm digging that one. It was great. Hey, Citizen. Hey, Citizen. Shout out. Yeah, he's given us some uh, absolute gems. Uh, What else has he done? So he actually recently sent me in something. Let me... You'll like this. Uh... Of course, I've got to find it on the fly. I'm going to do some sides. I've got 40000 in my wallet. I'm, I'm, I'm boosting value contribution. This is fucking awesome. Well. <laughs> so he's got a, you know, little intro to the to the boost reading, which, by the way, that's the bowling pins you hear smashing. Uh, those are uh, boosts coming in. Every once in a while. Oh, I was wondering what that was. Yeah, okay. those, are, okay. those are live boosts hitting the, hitting the helipad. So. It's a little less messy than goat slaughter. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, maybe a lot easier to, to clean up. Yeah, you don't have to shower afterwards. The robot kind of picks them up and sets them back up down there at the end of the <laughs> there, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're Hard low maintenance here. I think that uh, over on behind the schemes, they uh, well for tax purposes, let's say they hire a guy, but they have a guy that cleans all that up. They don't <laughs> for tax purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it, Generally, everything involving behind the schemes is just off the rails. So yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah, we love them absolutely, man. Because uh, they're they're up here in the front lines with us, running with the scissors. You know. Oh yeah, we got uh, uh, we got big scissors and like not maybe not as big as Noster, but we got big yeah. scissors. Uh, it's it's like uh, we've been swinging them around for a while and uh, never cut or stab each other uh, without consent so far. So. Oh, that's good. Yes, yeah. but some yeah. Nostra's got some chainsaws right now, but uh, <laughs> they are juggling those, aren't they? Yeah, we we we'll we'll just be we'll be fine with scissors. Uh, so to just dive into the real meat of why we had you on today, uh, this is it, we mentioned that uh, it's been a, a year since you've been on, and that year represents the uh, the year that Live Item has kind of been officially in use out here in the wild uh the last time that we had you on was february 20th of 2022 and Mm -hmm. we kind of had thrown together this uh working um, use case of live item and sent it live and it was a bit of like a like we all had talked behind the scenes and knew that it was kind of coming up but it was very much an on the fly uh handle jiggling session right as no agenda was playing getting ready for the thing um i do have to thank uh both no debit and Stephen bell for kind of helping me out in the background as we were getting ready because uh you know Stephen. that was the that was the only app supporting that was the only app ready to go right that's right yeah he kind of in his own way um hacked it into working uh and he added um it wasn't in the spec, but we kind of added a link for the chat too. Yeah, and that's that that's something we gotta, you know, that's still today to this day something we have to work out. Yeah. Um, and then no, no debit. We were streaming on his uh, server back then, so we've since spun up our own server on Linode, so that we're not <laughs> freeloading on his infrastructure. But uh, at the time, you know, he didn't have a HTTPS cert, uh, cert ready to go. And so that was having a problem, you know, I can't go to curiocaster.com on HTTPS and then load a non, uh, supposedly non-secure, you know, a non-encrypted uh, asset. 
over there. So the live stream wasn't working until we got a cert uh, for the stream as well. So it was like all this scrambling right. in the background, trying to spin up a <laughs> like a Let's Encrypt cert. As uh, it always is. I mean, like it, that's it's part of the uh, part of the thrill of being on the front lines is you get. You know, you don't know that it's going to work. You don't. It could all fail. It could all work fine. You just don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's one of the beautiful things about it. I will as, say, you know, as as many people have discovered as they've tried to do live over the over the last year. This you is know, true. You hear you hear you hear them still like Todd from Blueberry still working out uh, live in real time, trying to figure out what encoding he needs, all this kind of stuff. It's like, sure. Uh, you know, yeah, it's it's fun. It's, it's fun to li- it's entertaining to listen to actually. I bet. And especially because it's funny, like we always get into this uh, chicken and egg discussion, right? Of like egg, chicken, chicken, egg. Oh, there's this problem with like, who's going to run with it first and who will adopt it. And then, oh, once we get adoption, then we'll get adoption, right? Like it's Mm. sort of like the old breaking the seal analogy where people are like, oh, if you're out drinking, like you don't have to pee until you go pee. And then you have to, it's like, it's this weird, like, yes, I'm of course. Fo- I'm not following this analogy, Spencer. Okay. What, what, is, what is this? Have you ever heard of breaking the seal? No. Uh, oh, what is this? Okay, well, uh, when you're out drinking, the first time you pee, supposedly, they call it breaking the seal, because once you pee once, then you find you'll have to, you know, pee several <laughs> times. But really, it's just like, oh, okay. Right. Um, you know, people say it's, you don't want to break the seal, because then you can just keep, you know, you won't have to hit the restroom a hundred times, but... Really, it's okay, just so a, it's a matter of the bladder is full, and then you peed, and now you're gonna keep peeing because you keep drinking, right? Like, yeah, you've you've uh, you've created a pipeline, is what you've done. You've you know you're you're processing. It's not yeah. You're you've built up a a backlog, and so you just exactly. got, you're gonna have to run through the entire backlog. So uh, some friends of ours, we went. I mean, we all you know we all got kids. We all got. Um, you know, we're all, we're, we're, fam- we're family people, you know, we're, we're, we're just your, you know, your average Joe family units. Sure. And, uh, we're, we go down to see, um, at a local place called, uh, Avondale Brewery here where I live. We, it's just within walking distance of my house. We go down there and we see, um, are you, do you know Railroad Earth? Do you know that band? That um, sounds familiar to me, although I'm not. Yeah. Green sky, bluegrass, kind of a new grass, uh, kind oh, of band. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so we we go down there to see Railroad Earth, and a buddy of mine, he's just I mean, he's he's just pounding beers. I mean, he's he's on you know beer nine easily, and uh, so we're heading we're walking back to my house, and he's like, man, I I I've got he's like I'm dying, I've got to pee so bad. <laughs> he's like, I, I I don't have a choice, man. I, it's it's about it's about to come out, and so. He just ducks behind these bushes where there's a parking lot right here. And this is right in the middle. I mean, it's like on a main street, you know, so he just ducks behind there and he's like, I'm just going to stand here and like stare at, act like, act like you're talking to me. And uh, like, like we're just talking across a hedge, you know, <laughs> and, and like, and he's, I'm just going to pretend like I'm talking to you, but I'm actually peeing in the, bu- in the bushes. Uh-huh. I'm like, uh, okay. And so then, um, he's sitting there, he's sitting there doing that. Well, a cop stops in the middle of the street oh, oh no, no. It, 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 it's something about i just think i guess it's just the look on his face he maybe had that that pee look <laughs> <laughs> and he's like uh, this the cop stops and he's like uh hey hey are you peeing <laughs> and he's like uh i mean it's totally busted and, no and i'm american the, yeah and he, yeah and he it's it's funny because the cop the, he's like 
he started telling the cop, he's like, man, I, I was dying. I couldn't help it. I'm not driving. I, I swear we're just walking right back to, you know, to the house and all this kind of stuff. And the cop was going to be easy on him, but he just, he wanted to embarrass him. He just kept going with it, you oh, know, no. just kind of giving him a hard time, you yeah. know, for like 10 minutes. And uh, anyway, it was, it was funny, but we, we get him, we give him a hard time about that. If he's being a, being a nearly 50 years old and getting busted for public intoxication and, and public indecency in the same, you know, oh, man. five seconds. That's not where you want to be at. Yeah. Never break the seal in front of a cop, I guess. He was like, man, what, what am I going to do if I, if I go to jail for peeing in public? <laughs> he's like, this is so stupid. Yeah. That, that's a bummer. Yeah. That's not the one you want to catch. No, that one puts you on a list, I think. Yeah, that's what he's like. He's like, am I gonna have to? It's like this is not the way I want to be known as that guy. You got to yeah. introduce yourself every time you move now. Like, oh, no. <laughs> every uh. time you get, yeah, you get on the lit, the offender list. No way. Yeah. Well, um, that's the the breaking the seal fallacy, and in, in, in my mind, it's kind of this fallacy, and I consider it the same as like the chicken and egg fallacy, right? Where like adoption doesn't happen until adoption happens, um, and you must really just uh I, I feel like you get an extra grin out of that because i see you as like the granddaddy chicken right like you're the one out there just laying the first egg and then just like oh i wonder when this one will hatch you know like uh <laughs> i i looked back and it looks like live item the tag itself was actually formalized in phase four so that was december 1st of 2021 okay. so then our bulls with buds episode that was a full two and a half months later Mm-hmm. And really, between phase four and that day, technically, in a technical sense, there was no really, there's nothing stopping any any of us, the same guys that came together or anyone else, from going and just running and turning it on and doing a show on it. Um, but it was just one of those things where it made sense. We got you on, and everyone was kind of ready in their own corner, and we were like, "All right, you ready on Sunday? Yeah, we're ready on Sunday." And it just kind of happened. And then mm-hmm. it's it's like once that, I don't know if it's like a, it's just that initial spark, like shows that followed right away, like within that first week behind the schemes or encounter fun fact right Friday, I'm pretty sure all put our live items in their RSS feed too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of wanted to talk about what has changed or, you know, the first year as we've rolled this out and and then maybe what the future might look like or what has to uh, improve. Uh, although you're talking about spe- specifically about live item, specifically about live item. Yeah. Okay. And right. I think that from f- like from your spot, it's done. It's kind of like you're on the namespace side, right? So mm-hmm. the tags are formalized. It's in there. It's complete. And, you know, maybe we add something about the, the chat attribute that's being used, but, mm-hmm. uh, I will say the way I go live really hasn't changed since that day much. Um, what I did well, was... Tell me about what you do. Yeah, I want to hear that. So I... It had been only a couple months before that I s- had you connect my like manual feed. I host my own feed mm-hmm. uh, at feed.bullafterbull.com. And so I had you point the index at that instead of my Podbean feed, which I've been like threatening and promising to get off of them as a host for months now. And it's still you know something that is on my... Uh, notorious to-do list um but anyway they don't you know offer any podcasting 2.0 namespace options so yet 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 they don't. that's right on a long enough oh, timeline hopeful. on a long enough timeline we know that everyone's gonna have this but uh 
um, or they'll just they do know, declare the namespace though. They do they I, they do declare the namespace I, and they have transcript, but they do not have anything else uh, to my transcript. Knowledge. Okay. Um, yeah, and and we wanted to add like the value tags and splits and all that. That was the first thing that we popped in. So um, we got that going, and then when we did the live item, I just added my own live item in VS Code and just uploaded it to my FTP server. And was like, let's go. And uh, at the time, CurioCaster just in real time checked. And I'm not sure if it's still that way. It might be. But like, it didn't rely on a pod ping. And that was like uh. a, a piece that I didn't have in place back then. I just said, hey, it's live in the, in the live item tag on my mm -hmm. RSS feed. And any time uh, in CurioCaster, when you go to a particular show, it looks at the RSS feed and it tells you if there's a live item in there, like, in real time it just rechecks every time when a user's on the on the podcast page uh so that's what i still do like i still i still flip the live to ended and pending and all of that different stuff like in vs code and i upload it via ftp uh but it's my understanding and i was trying to do some research on this but it's kind of hard to find there's no like real centralized place for uh all these different tools uh, tools that you can use if you don't want to go in and hand hack your RSS feed uh, like a moron like I'm doing uh, <laughs> there's I know that Blueberry has the PowerPress tool that uh, you had mentioned I, th I don't think you mean moron I think you mean professional yeah professional moron yes hey. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, touche uh, cowboy whatever uh, a wild man with scissors no doubt no doubt. I, I wouldn't advise this. This is, a, this is the thing that I'm running into is like people are, you know, messaging me and they're asking like, oh yeah, what do you do and how do I do this? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, what I do is like, uh, you know, uh, you pull it in and you put it in, you know, like, uh, and they're like, what are you talking about? I would totally recommend it though. I mean, like for certain, for certain people, of course, not everybody, but the people that, the people that don't need to do this know that they don't need to do this or will discover that they don't need to do this with within about four minutes yeah so uh those people should just go do something else you know, they, <laughs> they should go just enjoy their day but i do for the, for the people who have any interest at all in doing anything like uh any of this stuff i totally recommend them doing it because that's like it's so rare that people these days will get in and go even one inch deep under the covers of the way any of this stuff works. It's true. And it only takes about an inch, you know, of of discovery before you really fully understand how this entire system works. Once you see an RSS feed, if you sit if you sit and you stare at an RSS feed for and you have any any technical knowledge, like, I mean, even the slightest bit of technical knowledge. Mm -hmm. If you open an RSS feed in a text editor and look at it for about 30 minutes, you will fully understand exactly what is happening in all of podcasting. And it's just, it's just really not that hard. Oh the, man. You know, I'm so glad where, you said that. Of course, where people get tripped up is they, they make mistakes with, with things like, ed, you know, hand editing and all those kinds of things. Sure. That's, that's what... That's what will eat your lunch. But as far as, you know, the complexity of it, it is, it's actually super simple. It, it's not hard. It's one of those things in uh, coding or maybe even finger wag coding, programming, whatever you want to call it, advertising. Uh, 
where it's in plain English. Like, there's nothing that means something else or is an abbreviation for something else. It's all very spelled out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and that's one thing I like about RSS. You know, we had this debate very early on with Podcasting 2.0 is, um, okay, do we join this, uh, at the time, cabal of, of people or, you know, cacophony of voices saying that we should switch away from RSS to something like JSON. And there was JSON feed and also, which I'm happy to see that all, all of that talk has vanished from, from the, from the earth. Totally. Which is great. So, but one of my things at the very beginning was, you know, not only is RSS fine, it, it does its job just fine. There's really no reason to change anything else. But the other thing is RSS to me is much easier to read um, than these uh, object notation formats. It's a, RSS is a markup language, yeah. so it it's like reading uh, it's like reading HTML. Markup languages are meant to just take take what is ring, what is easy to read, human readable things, and just you know put put surround it with some markup that will say, okay, now this is a special item here, is a special item over here. So really, it's it's very readable and it's all hierarchical, and so it's it's um it's something that I that's an advantage to it that I think makes it, I mean, try to write JSON by hand. Oh, it's, uh, a, it's a pain it's, in the butt. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to miss a square. Is this a square bracket? Is it a curly bracket? Is it a quote? Is it a single quote? Is it a double quote? I mean, like, Oh my God, you'll, your brains will fry. I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad you said that because a lot of these things, um, it's, it's funny because people will, ask me, oh, they want a tool, they want a, you know, they want a GUI or something. And there are uh, a few, like, uh, I know Blueberry has the PowerPress that has it. Uh, Podcast Generator, that's another one that has live item support now. And uh, also the ability to just put any custom tag in that you want, which mm-hmm. n- none of the hosts will let you do, like, totally get in there and just customize and break your feed. Um, Libsyn so. will. Oh, will Libsyn do that? Lipson is the only Lipson is the Lipson is a strange is is a strange platform because they have their solution early on to podcasting uh, 2.0 and the namespace was we're going to declare the namespace in in the header of the XML of the feed and then uh, we're just going to give you an empty text box and you can stick whatever you want to in it like that that was the way they which is which is weird because in some ways in some ways it's great <laughs> i mean you can you know you can like literally sure. do whatever you could put stuff in there that's not even formalized in the namespace you just make up your own stuff right it's, it's like bizarre chat <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you know i mean you could do you can do anything you want uh which is kind of cool but also extremely dangerous <laughs> Uh, which it's it's also weird that they even let you do that. I mm-hmm. I can't think of another hosting company that would that has the uh, the intestinal fortitude to just give you an empty text box and say whatever you put in this box, we're gonna stick it right in the feed. Yeah, that's that's what Podcast Jenny does too, uh, which Cold Acid is the main maintainer of now. Oh yeah, that was uh, Alberto from RSS. Uh, that's that was right. his old project. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that's a nice tool. And then, of course, Sovereign Feeds, too, uh, Stephen Bell. Um, he will mm-hmm. give you a graphical interface. So the funny thing about that is 
to me, it's just faster to cut to the heart of the, you know, the problem and solution or what, you know, just right, right there in the file, you know, just update what you need to update. Um, mm-hmm. And what we do is we have two live items in there always. And basically it's the next Tuesday show and information about that. And then either the next or the last bowls with buds, depending on if I've scheduled one yet or not. So like if I don't have one scheduled, then I just have the last one and it's as ended, you know, and nothing surfaces that. I think even you've said uh, before that really ended is just meant to be deleted as soon as possible anyway. Yeah. So the way we parse it in the aggregators on the index is we just, we look for pending and we look for live. If it's anything else, we don't even, we don't even check for the the word ended. Like we don't even, we act like it doesn't even exist. Sure. Basically if it, if there's anything, if it's not, if it's not, um, if it's not pending or it's not live, we just ignore it and act like it's not even there. And then that we automatically delete um, any any live items out of the database that have an end time uh, greater than twenty four hours. So essentially, ended is just like almost like a null value. I mean, it's just kind of like uh, sure. it's done, go away. I use it uh, on the Tuesday shows. I only use it for maybe. 20 minutes between like when I turn off, I just use it as a signal to Podverse to basically say, Hey, the stream ended. And Mm. I don't think it like kicks people off the stream. It just kind of signals like, Hey, don't put that out to people to come in here now. You know, like it's over. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure the behavior because I've never, you know, I'm not in Podverse (laughs) listening to my show while I'm doing it. But um, what was cool about, the curio caster experiment you know that that you did was that uh, that it worked without without pod ping uh, because pod ping is really a critical ingredient to the whole thing i mean like i'm assuming you send pod pings now right i do yes uh, yeah, okay. and i use pod uh podverse's admin tool to do that actually pod for, oh okay podverse's admin tool yeah you know you know you, you can you can ping the the index directly for that too, and we can send the pod ping on your behalf. I uh, that's you know you could just have a bookmark in your browser tab. I usually hit that. Um, so I'm not. I wanted to see if you knew more about this too, because I usually do that for any other change I make to my feed. I hit the uh, just the update URL. I think it's uh, here. Where is it? I'm gonna pull it up real quick. It's the hub, um, yeah. Yeah, the hub.podcastindex.org, and you just plug your mm-hmm. ID into it. So I hit that for every change I make to the RSS feed, except for stopping and starting the live stream, because I don't know, like, I don't know enough about Podpink still. I haven't, like, wrapped my brain around it. But I know enough to understand that there's, like, a reason that is submitted for live specifically. Mm-hmm. And... um I don't know, for whatever reason, like to get that notification in Podverse, I know I need that kind of like, hey, this is starting a live stream explicitly. Yeah. And so there's a, for the hub, we added, and you probably missed it because we didn't talk about it very much. Um, but for the, uh, for the hub, there's now a, a couple of extra parameters that you can give it. And one of them is to send a pod ping and whether it's live. Oh, uh, okay. So you can send a reason code 
with, so you can, you can ping the hub just like you always have, but you can tell it, Hey, also send a pod ping so that everybody else knows about it. And here's a reason code to go along with it. Okay. Uh, and so you can send, you could have like one, you know, one bookmarklet uh, or one bookmark in your browser bar. Um, that's just a regular update and another one that's, that's a, to get those extra parameters to send, uh, to send a live pod ping out to the world. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely have to look in that because that could save me a few mm-hmm. clicks. I'll send and, you the, send you the uh, URL for it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you for that. Um, some other tools out there. I was looking at like, I, I just kind of have these chicken scratch notes about current state of live item. Uh, and so kind of our chicken and the egg um, adoption process right now is kind of like what are apps doing and what are hosts doing? So mm-hmm. as, as far as I know, those are uh, kind of a few hosts that support live and maybe there are more, but I'm not sure. When I look at the live uh, section of podcastapps.com, uh, I think it's just the two Blueberry Hits plus uh, Curiocaster and Podverse. Now those are the ones on the app side that you can both boost and play live shows from. Then there's Boost CLI where you can boost a live item from. Although, of course, that's not a player. That's just a command line interface that you can boost shows from your own node with. And then finally, there's Podcast Addict that will play a live show but doesn't have boosting capabilities. Yes, that sounds yeah, that sounds pretty much, that covers it, I think. I think that's correct. Uh, I think there's there's more coming. Um, I've that I've been teased for a while now about Fountain. Uh, and yeah, th- for sure. Fountain uh, Oscar is working on that. Uh, that's something that he's he's absolutely going to do a pr- pretty soon. I think he had a big release um, not too long ago where there's a lot of like reengineering yeah, stuff. You know, they integrated Zebedee, and they that was a lot of work. Yeah. So I think a lot of stuff got on the back burner, and I, I think live is pretty high on the priority list for him. Uh, and I know of one other app that I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about. I don't want to blow their, Ooh, their smoke. So okay. there's, yeah, there's another app that's going to do it too. I, I think on the app side, there's going to be a, I think there's a disconnect. The app guys love live because it's just a, such a cool experience. Totally. Yeah, and, and to be able to give listeners a, a live experience is just cool. I mean, it's just a really neat thing to be able to do. But then on the hosting side, there's like less, they're, they're hemming and hawing, you know, they're like, ah, sure. I mean, yeah, that's kind of cool, but I don't listen in much live, so I don't see the real benefit. Right. And that, it's one of those things where it's almost, I'm convinced that there's an absolute audience out there for it. And it's such a small, um, it's not a difficult thing to do. Yeah, definitely not. It, it, it's, it, it does take a little, well, I mean, Blueberry's already done it. So, I mean, it's, it's not that, it's not that much of a challenge. I think that the, what's really re- going to be beautiful on the hosting side is when somebody, uh, does, uh, offers you the ability to spin up, you know, your own Icecast server on demand and they, so that you can pay an extra five bucks a month and have the ability to go live with it, with an episode when you want to. And I think that's going to be when things get really cool on the hosting side. I don't know of any hosts that are, that have done that yet. I have 
guesses that one may, but um, to me, once that happens, I think you're going to see a whole lot of podcasters trying it out just, just for the heck of it, because it's a fun thing to do. Totally. Well, and it's, especially with the Boostagrams uh, incorporated, you know, people mm-hmm. hitting you with the live stuff. Um, in fact, we've been hitting, uh, we've been having Boostagram slam us this whole time. I mean, we should catch up on some of these really quick. Uh, Boosta slams. Boosta slams. Uh, actually, um, 11 hours ago was our first one specifically for the show from Kyron, Mere Mortals podcast. Oh, hey, he us with the uh, 2222, the four ducks. And he said, uh, much appreciation for being pioneers, guys. You're the best. Oh, you're the best. Oh, you're the you. one that's the best, Kyron. <laughs> stop uh, it. Oh, stop is you. They're fucking full of shit. <laughs> no, we're not the best. Uh, we are one of the ones. Uh, I thought I had a best, actually. Where is that? Anyway, he also says, uh, can you ask Dave if he ever thought about doing a podcast before Adam dragged him into the wild journey of P2.0. Mm. Doing a podcast is an interesting, I mean, it's an interesting question, I guess, because I, I mean, I did do podcasts, um, but I didn't do one that was like, that was like this, like there was a scheduled, uh, or I mean, like, uh, like podcasting 2.0, where it was a weekly thing that we always did it at the same time every week. I, I had one uh, podcast I would just do with a buddy of mine it's just every now and then. I mean, we would go months without doing anything. And, um, then I had some, some that were more like audio books, uh, that would read, um, just, just play, just messing around, you know, no, just nothing serious. It, they were all just kind of one-off type stuff. Uh, no, definitely nothing. I never thought about doing one that was weekly or anything like that until me and Adam started doing 2.0. And, uh, these podcasts you've done, do they have secret names or? Uh, no, they're not secret. They're all in the index. You could probably find them by searching for my name, I guess. What are they? I, I think they're in there. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I just know. Maybe the ones I did with my friends. The, bo- the bowlers are huge know. Dave Jones fans, uh, as are we, uh, so. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's some test ones in there. That are, oh, yeah, here's, uh, I did um, an audio, me reading the first chapter of H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, and another one of me reading the first chapter of The Law uh, by Frederick Bastiat. Nice. So these are like these are just things that are like, uh, oh, and me, me reading the first few chapters of Ourselves by Charlotte Mason. Do you see the theme here? It's me reading <laughs> reading the first few chapters of a thing and never finishing it. So that's, uh, yeah. Just yeah, so it's like having podcast, a bookmark in your, uh, chapter your books. One. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm only going to read the first chapter. And if you're lucky, get a bonus episode of chapter two. But Ooh. there will never be anything else more than that. <laughs> Two chapter max. Yes. Yeah. Every audiobook has a bar- bookmark in it, basically. Well, there you go, Kyron. And uh oh, this is what I wanted to play him. I need to keep that more handy. Uh what else do we have? So um Lotus Effect is in the house with some sixty-nine sixty-nine sets. Sixty-nine! Sixty-nine, dude! That was from Phone Boy and Fountain, uh, Phoenix and Phone Boy, keeping it, um, keeping it lit, keeping the love lit. And by the way, I wanted to say the Fountain thing. So this is the experience on the app side, and why I think apps should just, if you already are doing Boostagrams, just turn on or add live support um, right away. Because the problem is, if it, 
me as a podcaster, if I'm doing a live show, I have a third for you in the split, Dave. And so, Mm, um, yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, if you're boosting from Curiocaster or from Podverse or from even Boost CLI, if you're listening along and then boosting with your node, uh, you can grab that live item tag and boost it and all the sats go where they're supposed to go. If you're listening in Fountain, uh, well, first of all, you're not listening in Fountain because you can't find the live stream in Fountain. Uh, <laughs> Good point. Good point. But say that's your that's where your wallet is. That's the wallet you use to boost, right? There's a lot of people who they just have one wallet and it's it's Fountain, and that's the one they use because you know I think they made it one of the easiest ones to get sats in and use. I think they're excellent at that. And mm-hmm. so if that's your one boost mechanism. Uh, and then you're listening somewhere else and you're boosting along in Fountain, uh, you have to make a decision to either boost a previous episode or boost the general overall split, which if you boost the previous episode, hopefully you just do one that was half me, half Lorian on a regular Tuesday night. Uh, Otherwise, you might be grabbing some other guest that we had and boosting that show. Uh, But then I've kind of made a workaround where I just take all the fountain live boosts that come in and then I reboost a big boost of the total of that so that it gets run through the right way once the episode's posted. Uh, um, okay. Okay. But I got you. Yeah. You know, it's just like a little sloppy, but it's, it works oh. for now. It's like the easiest way to resplit all those up fairly. I'm seeing, yes, I'm seeing boosts, uh, in my helipad. So yep. Everything's nice. coming in. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Booberry. Thank you, Booberry. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's something to uh, something to talk about as well as um, you know with with live. I found myself it so this there's a lot of interesting psychology that goes on with boosting. Def, there, I, if you just watch your own behavior for a, for an amount of time, you you realize what your own patterns are. Now I don't know if these are universal or if they're just me or what, but I definitely boost the heck out of shows when um when it's live sure it, it's like you you it, it's almost like listening to live radio and then uh thinking that if you can call in you may your voice may get on the air yeah you know you want to boost because you're thinking oh they, they're gonna see it and they may read it off or get a chuckle i want to get a laugh out of them or or the, this kind of thing so it's there, there's that aspect and then uh also, just with boosting in general, not related to live, and one of my favorite podcasts, um, the Scott Horton Show, Scott Horton from Anti War Radio, he he just enabled uh, value for value on his show, and so I've been uh, I've probably boosted that show, um, which really that that when you when you send a donation to him, you're it's really going to Anti War Radio um, or Anti War dot com. I've probably, and I've been a supporter of antiwar.com in the past, just with single donations like PayPal, but I've probably sent more money in the last three weeks to them through boosts than I have in the last 10 years, because it's just, it's right there in front of me. And I, it's so easy to just reach down there and, and pop them a, a boost when something, it, I, I think that if you're like a nonprofit, like they are in some way and you have a podcast, it makes a ton of sense to enable value for value with your podcast because there's a psychological thing where you, it's just like, it's right there. It's so easy. I don't have to remember 
because most people most people um, listen to podcasts on their when they're commuting yep. or when they're doing chores and things like that. And so you're busy. You have to mentally remember what am I going to do? Sit. Uh, I'm going to remember to go donate to you know this nonprofit that I that I enjoy or even or anything. I'm going to remember to donate to these people and send myself an email. I'm going to stop what I'm doing. Like it's just too much. Yeah. So, but if it's right there in front of you, it's like you just reach down, hit the button, boom, you're done. Yeah, it's it's really fun, and you know, even as a uh, booster of other shows, you know, I've it's, it's like you're a part of the whole experience and the whole cast of characters. You know. Yeah, you're yeah, a producer yeah. in live time. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like producer here, Booberry, who sent us nine 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 out of that Boost CLI app that. That uh, fancy little app there. Woo. And he says, uh, lit it up. <laughs> lit it up. Oh, uh, was that rat? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Uh, lick it up. Lick it up. But we're litting it, it up. This is a new live son of a bitch. Gotta love those <laughs> drops. Those Alec drops. No, uh, that was Kiss. I'm sorry. Kiss was lick it up. Oh, yeah, Kiss. What am I thinking? As soon as you said rat, I was like, yeah, yeah, I knew definitely that wasn't right. Yeah, yeah, I knew it didn't feel right yeah, to me yeah, though. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Kiss, damn it. Of course it's kiss. Yeah, um, I mean, with the tongue and everything, yeah. why did I not get Jeans out there going, lick it up. But yeah, we only lit it up here. Come on. Yeah, the bowl's lit. 10101 from Harvat. He's coming out of CurioCaster. He slaps us every time we send a pod ping out, letting the world know we're live. So we appreciate that. Uh, Pfeiffer, he gives us 1821 sats, uh, which of course is a code for a Missouri smash. He's our buddy from uh, Southwest <laughs> Missouri down there. The Missouri smash. 1821, that's Missouri statehood year right there. Oh, okay. I guess you, I guess. And uh, he says, in the bowl, Dave, and go podcasting. Oh, he says, go podcasting, excuse me. Podcast. When is Alabama, when did Alabama join the union? That's a good question. It had to have been, but it was 1819. Ooh, 1819. So uh, we're getting two more sats per boost on the on the statehood boost here in Missouri. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the later, the better. You got to yeah. hold off. Yeah. Those, yeah, Hawaii uh, killing it. Exactly. Hawaii's just killing it. Those Hawaii boosts, man. Nobody has it that good. Uh, 19,760 sats from Dirty Jersey Whore out of Podverse. Uh, he said, time flies when you're having fun, ITB. I also think Dirty Jersey Whore like tutored us a question for you, and I'm like, I looked everywhere trying to find it. So, uh, if you're in the chat or if you're around, slap me with the question again. Yeah, you know what? The, yeah, you know what? That requires you to boost again with the question again. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. Very. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's right. Uh, where do we have that? It's the rooster booster. <laughs> Wake the rooster up. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, the Colorado Care Bear boosted 3333 out of Podverse. Thank you. And uh, oh, a Davy boost 54321 sats from Lavish out of Fountain. No. All caps Davy boost. <laughs> so that will be on my uh, list of boosts to throw back through the system. It's like. Uh, it's the good version of money laundering, right? It's like the white knight, the <laughs> white hat laun- money laundering. It's actual laundering where yeah. you make it cleaner. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, Instead of dirtier. Yes. So thank you, Lavish. And uh, the Davy Boost. 
because uh, fortune favors the Dave. <laughs> it does. <laughs> That's what I say. Uh, thirty-three, thirty-three, coming in from Chad F at a Podverse says Pod Sage in the house. Oh, thank you, Chad. And then three sixty-nine, sixty-nine. Uh, 69, hey, citizen. Sixty-nine, dude. Hey, citizen, who's been uh, just knocking him out of the park with all the music submissions lately? The COVID, yeah, digging it. The, Good job, hey, citizen. COVID connection was uh... a. <laughs> it was just a great song. Every every now and then, the, the what was the. Every now and then somebody just hits it out of the park. That one yep. got me. And what, the last one that really just got me, I think, was um, the one, the ACDC medley. Mm. Uh, I'm trying back to remember during, that one. Back during COVID, it was like uh, the guy was uh, pretending, you know, doing the Brian Johnson voice and, and changing all the ACDC lyrics to oh, be yeah. COVID related. That one just killed me, man. I listened to that thing 10 times. Yeah, that was great. We had some uh, crazy awesome CDC, producers. That's it. CDC, that's it. Uh, that's nice. it. Five nailed it in the chat. <laughs> that's a great one. Oh man, uh, ten thousand sats from Bowley Steed, also known as Boosty Steed, uh, out of Podverse. Because why? It's, uh, she says fountain not generating invoices. Uh oh, Albie for the win. Shots fired. Hope this works. Welcome, Dave. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Yeah, fi- uh, fountain. Uh, they have boosts turned off right now. They're going to, it's going to be coming oh. back on tonight. They had, did you tell them you were coming on? I mean, I did. I did. Oh yes. my God. Well, yeah, they, I think they had an intern, some internal issues. He's, I talked to Oscar this morning. He's like scrambling to get everything turned back okay. on. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll give them a five alarm fire at the, at the fountain headquarters. We'll, we'll give them a benefit of the doubt. Uh, lavish made it work somehow. So thanks lavish. I don't know. Oh, cool. Maybe it's back up now. Uh, maybe it's intermittent or something. Or maybe Lavish has like some special pull. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> he cut. He cuts Oscar's grass. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Oh, that would that would make nothing but sense to me. Or maybe uh, Oscar cuts his grass. That's it. That might be mm. it too. You never know. Somebody's cutting somebody's grass at the end of the day, though. That's what we can, <laughs> I think, be pretty confident in. Somebody ISO that, please. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 17776 from Booberry, the extended freedom boost, uh, out of boost CLI. He says, whoa, like PC 2.0 RSS feeds are like <coughs> recipes for Dave's eggs, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you've, uh, you've clearly had my eggs. They're yeah. fantastic. They're tasty. They're tasty. Uh, we do yard eggs too. And. We, oh, do you have chickens? We do. We have eight. Awesome. Under the deck. Eight? Oh, wow. That's too many chickens for me. I, we're thinking about doubling the flock, actually. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we need to. I mean, to. two chickens is what we have, and they, and they already give us like a dozen a week. I, uh, eight has got to be just like chicken palooza. Oh, yeah. I, uh, two days, I had 14 eggs out, out there. God almighty. What do you do with all the eggs? Do you Eat sell them? them? Farmer's market? Eat them. Oh, feed them to the kids. I gave like a dozen to my neighbor and a dozen to my dad over the past okay. month, but I mostly just eat them. So there was this guy, um, I've tried every, uh, I've tried every crazy, well, not every crazy diet, but I've tried lots of crazy diets. Um, and there's this one, so there's this one guy that ate nothing but eggs Every day, he ate 24 eggs a day uh, for like 10 years or something like that. And um, he was fine. Yeah. And his health was great. 
blood blood panels all look great. I mean, he was like portrait of health. That's all he ate was eggs. There's a lot of uh, good stuff for you in there, man. It's a well-rounded source of a lot of essential amino acids and, you know, mm -hmm. it's a great profile of nutrition in an egg. Chickens are, chickens are insane. They're, they're nutty animals. Oh my God, uh, they are. They're such jerks. They are. They're terrible. They're so dumb. <laughs> uh, they don't but, learn. They're not teachable creatures. They just, uh, no, no. they respond to pokes in the chest and that's about it. Every, every day it's like it's, it, the entire world is brand new. They've never been here before. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, you know, you're, you're suddenly this person that's been feeding you and caring for you for, you know, for two years, uh, when the, when the sun rises, it's like you're, you, they've seen you for the first time and you're an enemy. Like intruder. Bah! <laughs> yeah. Who is this person? Oh man. Uh, what but, kind of chickens they, do you have, Dave? We have silkies. Silkies. Oh, they're pretty. They're, uh, they're, they're like a, yeah, they're real pretty black color. Uh, but they, they're, man, they're producers. They they put out the eggs all winter. I mean, they don't stop. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got we had a couple of we had six originally, and um, ended up like four of them were uh, were roosters. <laughs> so oh, we nice. slowly culled that. Yeah, we slowly culled them so that our neighbors wouldn't you know wouldn't shoot us. That uh, yeah, you got to. I can't imagine having roosters here. We're in the city, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. we are too. Yeah, we're downtown. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, the hens are already loud enough, man. Like uh, when and they crow too, they're doing like the victory song mm -hmm. or whatever. They're all proud of themselves for like laying an egg again. And <laughs> yeah, the little egg song. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we had we had to send uh, we had to send all the roosters to freezer camp. So uh, yeah, they're they're out of the picture now. Uh, chat is asking if uh, chickens d are dumber than deer, and my answer is undoubtedly they are. Yeah. Oh, 100% true. Yes, they are absolutely true. Yeah. But the, um, I used to have a friend and they, of course we name our chickens cause we don't have, you know, we don't, we have, we have too few to like, if you have below, I don't know, below eight, you, they end up with names. I think anything above that, you know, it's just like, nah, we're just running, we're a farm now. Yep. So uh, we, but we, of course we name our, a friend, some friends of ours had some chickens and they're, their two-year-old named one of them Gravedigger, which oh, I thought was nice. a great name for a chicken. Yeah. yeah. That's ac that's aggressive as a chicken. It is very aggressive. And they're, ag they're aggressive creatures. They they hate everybody. We've only named like four of them, and they're really informal names. Like the first two we named were the two cinnamon queens, and one's like a little darker than the other. So mm. the darker one is toast, and the other one is crunch. And they're cinnamon, <laughs> cinnamon queens. I like it. That's and then we have two barred rocks. And so their names are rock and roll, but we don't know which one is which. There's just like, they're collectively named rock and roll. Oh, okay. They're just, they're interchangeable. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The barred rocks are the escape artists. Oh, really? They, they get out of, what, what do you have them in? Do you have them in like a, like a mobile pen scene thing or? They're stationary in this, uh, double coop with like a T run that comes, uh, so the two coops kind of are connected by one run and then it juts off in a T shape. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then as they got bigger, that was like too small. So then I made a tunnel from that to under my deck and then I just wired the hole under my deck in because that's like a crawl space height under my deck. Okay. How do you, how do you keep them from, because ours got up under our deck for a while and they were living there and like 
they would lay eggs under the deck. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I've just we're like, wait, we you got to go back in over here so we can actually get your eggs. I think just dumb luck that they haven't done that yet to us. Yeah, we we had some. Uh, we we bought a couple more. We bought two more like farm chickens that were like much bigger, and you know these are like these are like some real chickens. You know these aren't silkies. These aren't the small breeds. Yeah, and uh, these things lasted. First of all, they they were horrible. I mean, they were insane, <laughs> and uh, they then they only lasted like maybe three months, and they both just died. Oh no, damn! I'm like, yeah, so I'm, so I'm thinking that. We dodged a bullet by introducing some some sort of like farm avian virus into our environment, you know, because these things were just like you'd walk out there and just dead, you know. There was no sound of foul play; they just died from internal problems. Damn, that's one weak chicken, man. Yeah, I'm like, and you know, and our, the rest of them, the the little silkies, they're just you know troopers. They nothing phases them. They're like whatever, you know. We go out there and there'll be a squirrel in there with them eating right beside them. They're like, oh, whatever. Uh, these ones, um, I don't know. They're just like little Energizer bunny chickens. They just keep going. And, uh, <laughs> the only thing that stopped them is uh, our dog got like two of them while they were all juveniles. So. Oh, no. Oh, no. It was like dogs. a week before they were going outside. Yeah. You haven't had any hawks get them, have you? Nope. nope. Okay, that's good. Yeah, they're all, there's no like um, exposure to above for them to really be. Uh, I'm most worried about cats because there's like a, shitload of cats that wander around the neighborhood yeah. but our neighbors mm-hmm. feed them though the strays so i think they're well fed enough they don't bother the chickens yeah because my door isn't really like fort knox <laughs> exactly to get to, the, <laughs> to get under the deck but uh yeah you know you just like yeah uh, it's it's kind of like uh my code base you know like one little <laughs> hacked piece of shit at a time <laughs> yeah i know i'm, it I'm works. Right there with look you. look it, it it runs we get eggs yeah. Why would I improve it? Why would I improve that's it? That's the way I feel. That's the way I feel. I'm like, this problem is solved. Yeah. I've got bigger fish to fry in my life. Yeah. Until something gets in there and kills the shit out of them, like, I'm not upgrading security. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. You'd solve problems when they arise, not before they present themselves. I hope no cats in my neighborhood are listening to this right now. Cause... Seriously. <laughs> the only frustration is when they kick the straw out of the nesting box. Oh, I don't that, know what's up with that. That's the worst. They'll do it right away. Yeah, they don't want oh, they fresh just, stuff. <laughs> they're, they're like, this sucks. They're just Get looking for here. food because they're so dumb. They've There's never been not one morsel of food ever in their uh, coops, in their nesting boxes or in their coops. Never have they ever found anything to eat in there. Yeah, but today might be the day. Without <laughs> fail, man, I put some straw in there and then I walk away and I turn around and there's just straw flying out of the door because they're kicking it. <laughs> Oh, it makes me so furious. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, the, those chickens are... It's, it's an event. I, I recommend that anybody has has never had chickens, give it a shot for a while. Definitely. It, it's it's pretty easy going. Easier than maintaining your own RSS feed, don't you think? Uh, uh, true. Very true. More, uh, what's the word everybody wants it to be? Uh, intuitive. Intuitive. Uh, more intuitive. I mean, and they eat anything. I mean, you can literally. I mean, you can just throw anything in there, and they they eat it. Yeah, mm-hmm. shoot, you can feed them chicken nuggets. Yeah, they like they eat <laughs> even eat themselves. Yeah, it's crazy. It doesn't harm them. No, they're it's like they they the only area the only area where cannibalism is perfectly a okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, encouraged, actually encouraged. Uh, speaking of cannibalism, we had another blueberry boost come in right after that. 
42,069 sats, and he sent in a PNG. Oh, I see this actually in my helipad here. It's so fucking easy, it says. Uh, what is, I'm scared it's to like a mashup, uh, oh. picture of, I, I don't want to look like an idiot and guess it. Lizards. Wait, this is Donald's, I, this has got to be Donald Rumsfeld and Lloyd Austin on the right. And who's bringing them together? Is it the, uh... Satan. <laughs> ah, well, that's all three. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, perfect. Well, thank you, boobs. I don't know who that is in the middle. And he gives oh, us a plus is, is plus that... RSS. Oh, that's not, um... Oh, that, that's, that's not the health, the health secretary. That's what I was wondering, too. Uh... What's her name? The uh, dude, ma'am? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um... I can't remember. I can't, I can't yeah, I can't remember. That's... Rachel Levine, that's it. Oh, that's Larry, it. That's Levine. Yeah. But that's, that's got right. that's definitely Rumsfeld on the left, right? Yeah, that one I knew off of okay. that, but everyone else, I, I don't even. I just keep saying the MSNBC chick. The MSNBC chick. <laughs> noodles, remember Noodles? Whatever happened to Noodles, uh, Wasserman Schultz? Oh, oh, yeah. I always think they have the same hair, Wasserman Schultz and uh, whoever we just brought up, Levine. They have similar noodly hair, like a. Uh, like an uncooked brick of ramen. <laughs> or Betty Spaghetti. Uh, 33333, that's five threes, comes from Lavish at a fountain who just says, this is a boost, Pro- proving once again he can do it. Oh, so, he's, uh, you're just showing off. This It's a flex he now. He is. I yeah. see, I see. <laughs> Look at okay. him. He's uh, sending boosts like it's nothing. Uh, 7777 from Airhead, E-R-R, head. Uh, yeah. Boosting directly, by the way, from the podcast index, which is something you, you can do. You. Uh, that's Thanks very, to Stephen B. That's a very cool implementation, I must say. Uh, Airheads asks, does anyone else think it would be a good idea to enable chat links in items as well as live items? Working on integrating IRC chat with PeerTube and some channels like a persistent chat room. Hmm. Uh, I do think it's a cool idea. I think we need to... I think we need to get a, a true spec for that, though, rather than just throwing an attribute in there. Sure. I mean, you can you, you can do that, but because once you declare the namespace, you can actually namespace only attributes. That is a thing that's possible. But, um, you know, even the chat attribute is not is not actually formal. What, what we need is a um, a new tag like podcast, like social interact. So you could call it something like, uh, let's just say, you know, podcast colon chat interact or sure. just chat or something. So w- because, you know, as we've talked many times before, so uh, comments and real time chat are they're really different. Oh, yeah. So you, you really need to be able to specify them in two different ways. So I would think that um, we will be f- starting to look at that pretty soon on how to get an actual chat tag in there because the the problem with the chat attribute is you can't specify what the protocol is it's just you're really just winging it sure. you know hoping it's some sort of web thing or you don't right. know can i click on this and yeah. s- send it to a browser i don't know exactly is it rc like what i mean like who what is this thing you don't know so so you we, we need an actual spec you're trying to tell me that uh, a chat is not a cross app comment what is this <laughs> what is this craziness is this? Uh, yes it is not a cross app comment yes. it is a it is a different animal altogether some people just aren't in that chat life you know they don't they don't understand 
it's a huge thing. And this, this is, I will, I will admit ignorance on this, that, uh, you know, and Alex was been, has been very persistent. If you think about YouTube, uh, live type stuff, the comments are still there. The chat is there and the comments are there. Sure. They're both there. And there are commenters and there are chatters and those are not necessarily the same thing. Yeah, definitely. It's true. Yeah, it's true. And I, I never really, you know, thought about it that way, but I think he's right. And I think a chat too is more of a, uh, in many cases, kind of a throwaway thing. It's like, uh, I'm going to chat while the moment is hot, but like, if you don't read the chat right when it pops up, it's probably not even relevant anymore. And it's always so out of mm-hmm. context. Whereas like a comment, uh, even if it's not specifically time stamped at a place, a comment is sort of there always. And someone can go reply to it and start threads and like a threaded conversation. There's no threading in a chat environment. It just keeps scrolling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 For uh, sure. And that, that's, that's one now that's, and that's also a thing that we have to discuss is, uh, as, as chat becomes a spec is what are the, you know, what's the kosher thing around replaying that chat? Sure. Be- because that's a thing too. I, I hate, like, I hate that idea. I know that, yeah, yeah. uh, everybody has their own mm-hmm. opinions on that, but personally, like I think replaying chat is gross and I know that, I don't know. I think that should just live and die. You know, that's part of the chat. I can I kind of think the same thing and I, I respect people that don't, I, I respect people that disagree with that, but I kind of fall on that down on that same thing. It's sort of, sort of like, you got to be there. I think uh, that, uh, you know, if like, there are definitely, so I don't know, like on my hex chat or wherever I stay logged in. And so like, sometimes I can scroll back to a certain time if I'm interested in like seeing that. Mm-hmm. But like for my own show, I just like, I don't feel, I would feel weird republishing everything that's going on in the chat. You know what I mean? It's sort of like a. The other thing is I think there's an expectation that it's going to be ephemeral. And so you don't, it like saving it and replaying it later may, if people, I don't think people expect that to happen. (laughs) I, yeah, I would agree with that. And it's like, you may, you may not want to actually say that if you knew it was going to be played over exactly, and over again in yeah. perpetuity does that change like the whole uh feel and vibe of the chat altogether? like i don't know and I'll- it also makes it infinitely more complicated to have to save it and then timestamp replay it at a later time i mean mm-hmm. that that's more that's more difficult that's just more of my memory that you're shitting up <laughs> with the chat <laughs> this is a this is an example of something that needs to be built slowly over time so you you know you bring in I mean, just like just like what's happening with cross app comments. Sure. You know, we'll start with something simple, um, and then it later on, if people want to introduce this concept of of a replay, okay, let's do it, but let's make sure that it's off by default, so that the podcaster has to go and turn it and and enable it, and then that that way it gives the app a chance to alert the users that this is being you know this is going to be recorded and replayed. Uh, so I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of, I take the stance with a lot of things that as you develop them, if you go slow enough, this sounds absurd because we went insanely fast with things at the very beginning of this project. Sure. But we've recently slowed down a little bit because we've hit these things that really need 
they need slow. They need slowness so that people have time to think them through and adapt as they as as you hit little snags and edge cases and you have to be able to think things through and the complexity has gotten harder so or gotten higher. So and I think this is a perfect example of one of those things where you you go slow and you make progress and you learn over time so that you don't end up uh, building something that has either a fatal flaw or um, especially with social things like social, like commenting and social media and that kind of thing, you, you can really make mistakes. And I, sure. I mean, I think we're seeing that with Noster. I mean, Noster's making mistakes. Yeah. And um, so it's hard, it's hard and you can really upset people and things can get out of hand. So I think we need to go slow with anything involving like social interaction. I totally agree with that. And it's it's one thing to kind of game theory out what could happen, but then when when what does happen comes along, you're like, oh God, like who could have foreseen this? Yeah. Um mm-hmm. but you can if if like you're saying, you just go slow and uh I think that's kind of what I'm so overall pleased with the whole live item thing going on is like um, you kind of had to in this in this first year that it's been out. You had to somewhat grab some scissors at some point, or ask somebody where the scissors are and run with them. Uh, <laughs> can I borrow your scissors? Exactly, or like, hey, how the hell did you get those scissors out there? You know, like, can I come out mm-hmm. there with you? And you're like, yeah, it's just right over here. Uh, so it's it's nice because even that tiny bit of uh, an effort filter, um, I don't know, kind of keeps it keeps the brakes reasonable on it. Like there's no runaway downhill thing going on. Um, I was interested. I had a question of, are you surfacing and counting like how many shows actually are currently using live item? Is there Uh, any way to see that? I was trying to like dig around, but we produce stats, but I don't know if live item is in there. I kind of want to say that it is. Uh, not to put you on the spot or anything, but I was just well, kind of curious of stats. Because I know you can, uh, I, I know you can really see counts. how many. I've got it right here. Value tags. Feeds. Let's see. Feeds with value blocks. Feeds with funding tag. Feeds with transcripts. Feeds with chapters. Feed with music medium. Feeds with video medium. Uh, no, we do not have that stat. But I need. That's a guy. I need to put it in there. Nice. Soon we'll okay. get. Uh, yeah. How many lives? How many lives? Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe once we can get that number, we can go around to apps and be like, look, look, you can add this many live shows. I uh, um, just wrote it down. Yeah, I'll add it to the uh, to the stats list. Awesome. The um, uh, fe- feeds with feeds with the music medium. Uh, it's only 45. And I like, I'm liking this. I don't know if you saw um, that, you know, the stuff that Wave Lake is got coming yeah um, into the index and like that's that's some high quality stuff there yep totally i'm i'm really jacked about uh wave lake i had some of my notes about it actually uh we're gonna have them on the show friday oh tight nice. that's what's up yeah i'll be excited to hear that one um i'm really i'll probably be annoying and boost about this i i'm in their telegram group and okay. uh i talked with abel uh kirby because uh, we put Abel and the Wolf out two Christmas Eves ago. Mm-hmm. And this Waveflake thing comes along. And right now, the environment is you you upload 
your songs through their Wave Lake studio to get into that environment, right? right. And then they, through their back end, create an RSCS feed for you and host it and enable boosts and all that stuff. Like, so it's sort of like a, it's like a semi walled garden or a temporary walled garden kind of thing right now. And, um, when Abel and I talked, I was like, look, we, we self publish this and we self host it. I don't really want to duplicate feed. I don't want to like go in and like, cause I could today just go in and re upload all of our tracks and, and have a wave lake feed, mm-hmm. but I don't like, I kind of want to keep our use case of how we did it solid and just like that is the album that rss feed that we already host and those files that we already link to mm-hmm. um and splits by the way because i think that splits is something they're adding soon or it's on their to-do list um yeah and so right away early when i got into the wave lake telegram group i said hey you know i'd, I'd love to have our album on there and i kind of told them that like we were we already have it published we just want to uh you know have you import it from here and you know this is where it lives Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I kind of like, sort of like a, like a, like a clone, like they're cloning your feed sort of, is that what you mean? Yeah. Or, or just, proxying just, it somehow? just surfacing it. That's all just okay. like, uh, just including, uh, cause I think ideally it'd be cool. Uh, all of those music, uh, the medium tags of music surface in their app too, you know, like. I think mm-hmm. that's probably the intention of everybody who has done that. So, so they far. become they become an aggregator. They they're pulling in content as well. Sure. Yeah. From the RSS ecosystem. Gotcha. Uh, and they've told you know I I said it a couple different times and they's like yeah it's on our to do list and so then I I promised them that I would like not bug them about it, <laughs> <laughs> which was uh, dumb of me to make that promise because. But the, but if you boost it, you will be bugging them with money. So that's, that's the, true. That's it's a true. whole different ballgame. Yeah. I, I might just, I've, I've been trying to mention rather than request it or different things like that or cheerlead it maybe. Like that's the best way to say it. I'm trying to cheerlead it because I I know how it is, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get to that, but I have other shit to do first. Like I, I understand that and sympathize with it 100%. So it's not like I'm uh, mad or impatient or anything like that. But then like when events come out or people are like rolling on and cheering on wave lake, I'm like, man, I can, I could be in there right now too, you know? And so then it always you have like, FOMO. You have I FOMO do have FOMO. That's use. exactly yeah. it. That's exactly it. I'm, no, I, I feel you. I, I feel got the FOMO. So I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the advocate well, there, for, uh, including self-hosted, uh, music. Their RSS is, their RSS stuff is early. Definitely. Yeah. And, uh, that is going to get better over time. One thing I can say about those guys is uh, I had a uh, conference call with them a few weeks ago, and uh, they they really want the music experience to be to be, like the they see the vision totally. They totally see the vision of RSS as a music distribution mechanism platform. Yeah, and their their thing though is. It has to be done well. Like it had totally. the experience has to be really good because right now, and I tried this. You know, a couple of days ago, I tried going through and listening to a bunch to a bunch of albums, uh, off a bunch of the wave like albums, and uh, on on anything other than Music Side Project, Stephen B's app, right? On anything other than that, it's a fairly miserable experience. Absolutely. Yep. Because yeah. you're you're the way that a podcast app is supposed to work, 
and the way a music app is supposed to work are not the same. Yeah, definitely. And, and and with a podcast app, when you listen to a net, when after you've listened to an episode, it's supposed to disappear. Exactly. With it, with a music track, it's not supposed to. Yeah, it's supposed I to stay there. I should be able to play the whole album, or I should be able to just repeat this one song over and over again, or yep. I should be able or put to put the album on repeat and just let it go exactly. over and over. Yep. Yeah. And and go from or make go a playlist. In order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff there to work out, and I've I really appreciate the fact that they're being so specific with their wants yeah. because they're like, they're like, we don't want to just roll out a bunch of podcasts, even though they're doing it, they're, they yeah. are putting stuff into feeds. They're like, we don't want to go out and promote this or act like it's a huge deal because people are going to immediately go to a podcast app and do it. And they're going to have a terrible experience Yeah, because they don't, we understand what the technical difficulties are. Sure. Normies do. They have no idea. All yeah. they know is this sucks. Right. Where did my, where did my, I, I just listened to this track. It was awesome. I want to listen to it again, but now it's gone out of my music player. It's like, what does uh, that mean? It's like, you're explaining my pain over the last, you know, over a year of putting that music album out and, uh, yeah. trying to, trying to explain how to listen to it, you know, how to like, listen to it well, and keep what, your sanity. Well, what you got to do is, uh, <laughs> brace yourself for some <laughs> serious pain. Yeah, yeah. Go into your castomatic and be and go to the preferences and turn off this button, this button, this oh button, this switch, God, flip yeah. this thing, reconfigure this. Like you can make it work, mm-hmm. but what you need is the music is when the when yep. the player detects that it's the music medium tag is in there, that it automatically reconfigures itself to, to be a pr- proper music player. Yes. Absolutely. And that's not that's not a difficult thing to do either. Like it's in, not a difficult thing to, to say out loud for sure, because I've been doing <laughs> well, that for <laughs> two years, <laughs> but right, I just, right, right. I don't have the chops really to make it happen, which is like a point of personal frustration for my own, like, you know, just, I don't know, lack of experience and, and everything. But, uh, but I'm, I'm glad and, and, and bringing it to live item. I mean, we, you know, we want live music to be a thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, this is all, this is all important stuff. Yep. It all comes together and that's, what's beautiful. Like for those of us who've seen the vision, it's like, yeah, we know, we know like the shortcomings now and what we need instead. And then, um, it just kind of comes, it's, it's like what you said, you know, it takes time to mature and it's sort of like allowing those foundations to dry. It's like we pour this big foundation, but before building on it, we have to let that like dry and cure up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. It gets hard, man. It gets hard when, uh, you really just want to go, 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 you know? Uh, well, I, you know, talking about Live Item, uh, Live Item was unique uh, in another way because it it's the only tag that we've done that exists at the channel level. Uh, so, uh, mm. excuse me, what what I mean is like it's directly in the in the channel parallel with the items, right? So it's it's meant to be. It's meant to be an item. Sure. And that was a little scary because we weren't sure how apps were going to like handle that. And, um, and it turns out, you know, dog catcher didn't dog, dog catcher died. Uh, you know, we killed it. Oof. Um, and now, it, it had been, uh, kind of limping along for a while from what I could read on the forums, but 
Yeah, for sure. And then Live Adam just, you know, shot it in the head and put it out of his misery. Um, <laughs> but that's that's just that's you know, we did we didn't know what was gonna happen. You roll out a you know, you roll out this thing that's not it's supposed to be valid XML. Right. It's supposed to be. It validates, mm-hmm. but you know, validating on a validator and validating in uh twenty five different XML libraries out in the wild, those are two different things. Yeah, absolutely. So uh we're, you know, we, we didn't actually have, you know, have any idea what was going to happen. So it, but it worked and, yep. and it, you know, it seems to be fine. Yeah. It's been, it's been a blast really. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping to kind of make a, like a, my own website solution for it where I can just click my buttons on my side and change the tags, flip to live, send the pod pings, all of that. Um, that's, that's my current to-do list stuff right now. Uh, let's see. I've got a few other, uh, boosts to catch up. I just heard some hit actually, uh, 33, three, 33 from NBS. That's five threes. And I think he just hit Baron earlier. That's all right. So congrats on that, sir. Appreciate that. He's boosting out of fountain too. So there's people making it work. Uh, I think that fountain is maybe just selective. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It just chooses the people that it likes. You got to update the new beta, update the new beta dog. It's fresh out of the oven. Uh, big baller boost here. One twelve three fifty eight from Circus Media, out of Podverse, coming in and slamming. All right. Wow, Fibonacci boost. What? What? That's exactly right, Fibonacci boost. He says, and uh, so good having the Pod Sage in the bowl. Question for Dave: Do you have any advice for someone starting to look at a career change into the tech sector, foundational <laughs> skills, knowledge bases, etc. In the bowl, Circus Media. Well, that's a really hard question because the text, the, the quote unquote tech sector is gigantic. Yeah. Um, I will, I can say this. Um, just, let's see, starting to look at a career change into the tech sector. Uh, you know, there's so many, there's so many things, more things I would ask there, like, uh, you know, age, experience, all, all that sort of thing. Sure. I mean, as, assuming, you know, assuming a young, you know, fairly young individual with, with who's tech inclined, but does, has not worked in, in the tech sector. And again, the tech sector is just this broad, humongous catch all. Um, I'll say, yeah. uh, I do happen to know that he's, he's around my age, early thirties, early thirties. Okay. And, uh, I mean, like what's the experience level there with tech that I'm not as sure of. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm just going to take a couple of stabs at this. So the, if, if you don't have any experience, you have no idea what you want to do. Uh, I would really probably go towards DevOps or cybersecurity. If either of those things, um, sound good to you, like if, if, if either of those things are, interesting to you at all uh the i would say stay out of the msp managed service provider tech support industry world uh, it's it's just it's just a horrible job and they wear they wear you out and you you ju- they just run you to death and that's it's it's just not i, I wouldn't would not do that you know if pro if programming is interesting to you go for you know hey go for that but, uh, and you know, there's, you can find a job in, you know, in five minutes and 
uh, in programming. But as, as far as on the, uh, oh, here it says 31 years old HVAC automation engineer. I know enough to be dangerous. HVAC automation. Okay. Well, you know, in that regard, yeah, IT for sure. Yeah. Uh, that and that would encompass uh, DevOps and security. You know, IT is a. I mean, I, I've been, I've been, IT sysadmin, sort of Swiss Army knife for uh, since 1997. Um, Does it ever really change? Nine. Do you ever stop saying you don't know anything about anything? <laughs> no. Okay, I didn't it's, think it's, so, it's, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's just. I mean, it changes every five minutes, and it's it's so hard to keep up, but. But at the same time, like if you get, if you find, if you get in with a with a good company, yeah. or you know somewhere where you can, where you can learn and have some autonomy, and like if you if you get in the right environment, it, it can be a great job. It, it really can, and you, you can, you get to do lots of lots of different things. I mean, um, you know, a, a fairly a mid sized company with a with let's just say four three, four, five IT people, um, that can be a really rewarding job because you get, on any given day, you get to do security, server work, uh, some programming, uh, some tech support. You really get a lot of different experiences and you're not pigeonholed into just one thing. And if you, uh, small companies can be difficult uh, because you can get overloaded, but um and big companies can be difficult because you're just one of many and you can get, you know, you can get the ax if at the drop of a hat is one in a bad economy. Yeah. But that sort of that sweet spot in mid-sized company, those are, those are great places to work. Uh, and, and usually if you're a hard worker, uh, you can, uh, they will, they'll teach you anything and everything you need to know. You don't have to have tons of experience if you just come in. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's about the best I can do. Yeah. That sounds right, especially about the the whole on the job training. Like in the sector, everybody's stack is so unique that even if mm-hmm. you come out fully trained, or like whether you go to a boot camp or whether you go to a uh, tech school or a uh, even with a computing like degree, uh, you're still gonna have to get trained on whatever their stack is, and then like whatever goofy way they're implementing their stack too you know like there's just all kinds of every shop is going to be so different that we were told we were told we've been told multiple times over the years that uh, the cloud was going to get rid of all the it people because you know why why would you need it people i mean it's just self everything's self-service in in the cloud and that you know, you can you got Office three sixty five. You know your yeah. your your office manager can just spin up a new you know just create your user account. And you don't you don't need all these you know IT guys. And it's just it's been the well, the reality has been completely the opposite. Yep. The because there because now you have every company has on site on prem things that they have to have, and they have cloud things that they have to have. And now the and they have remote workers and they have remote uh, we have they have workers on site and they have uh, different directories and all these apps and services have to talk to one another and now it's the IT guy's job to make sure all that stuff works and used to you know it was a breeze because you could just you know you get your like you said you would get your stack usually Windows or something if it's in the business world you get all that stuff. Uh, put together and uh, and it runs and you 
you know, have to tweak things every now and then. And but now, man, God, on a day to day basis, you got security concerns. You know, every time you bring on a new if you bring on a remote employee, you got okay. Now you got it's not enough to have a VPN anymore. Right now, you have to have security software on this remote, and now you got to monitor for security events on that remote endpoint. Right. You're going to have to have a cloud. Is everything is just way more complicated than it used to be, and it finding good IT people is harder than ever. So I'd, I'd say if you got any inclination for it, I mean, go for it. I like that advice. I think that's solid. I uh, I try not to give out advice just because like I work at a boot camp, you know, so. Like, I'm already. I already you work have, at you work at a bootcamp. I already have my biases. Yeah, I I, I teach. No, oh, okay, uh, cool. Full stack web development, and so, you know, like what's uh, uh, what's I never so React and all that. React and C sharp and um, like NVC, like .NET MVC and. Uh, I love C sharp. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Like that's the first real actual programming language I ever learned. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, for like for me, for a person like me, I can't teach myself because I don't have the discipline. I don't have like, I'm just too easily distracted. I'll, I'll get into like two lessons and then I'll go all of a sudden I'm like checking nine different inboxes and I'm off in La La Land or I'm playing a, a, a video game or something, you know, like I, just, <laughs> I cannot keep myself structured. So like for me, mm. when I put a, you know, I put a bunch of money and went to a, a boot camp and I knew that that would force me to be there because I already like I had a bunch of skin in the game and like I wouldn't be able to you know justify wasting that uh, the thing I love about C sharp is um, it, is you can just basically you just put a dot on anything and then just hit tab a million times until it basically auto completes the exact thing that you needed to do <laughs> so nice isn't it yeah, it's like oh, I need to make a HTTP request. We'll see HTTP dot tap 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 tap. Oh, there it is. Got it. IntelliSense. Fantastic. Yes, yeah. it's IntelliSense. IntelliSense yeah. codes for us. Like, what do we yeah, need? It's basically us? the it's basically the 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 pre chat GPT is IntelliSense. Yeah, exactly. It's our job just to go. Oh yeah, that's the one. Mm -hmm. And then go to the next line of code. Yep. Yeah, fantastic. I love it. It's fun to work in. Uh, and then let's see, I had 3333 from Make Heroism at a fountain, no note, and then uh, we read Circus Media's update, though that was 12345 out of Podverse, so uh, we're caught up on that, but uh, we also have some questions, I believe, in the voicemail waiting for you, so uh, for those who have a question for Dave, you can always call 816-607-3663. Does that, spell, does that spell anything or is it just numbers? Uh, 607 doof, I believe, is the uh, what it comes out to. <laughs> yeah. So it's not buds. No. It's not like 1-800-BUDS no. or something. Okay. Call 816-607-DOOF. <laughs> and uh, you'll get right in. Uh, I just picked the one that had the most repeating digits <laughs> out of what, what okay. Google Voice gave me. Yeah, I it was like the options were pretty slim. I couldn't even find anything with a 420 or a 69 in it. I did what I... Uh, I did what I could. Oh, Cotton Gin is saying that I missed some pre-show boosts. Is that right? I will look at those while we listen, by the way, to uh, this voicemail. Hopefully you guys can uh, hear the rain in the background. 
uh, I'm, uh, a little bit. Sitting here in the parking lot for a second, pulled over to 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 leave a vocal mile because I was like, "Oh man, the the boy, the the boy, the birds and the days." And uh, anyway, <laughs> the, so, uh, the buds with the I days. just want to say that this, this is great southern. This is great southern uh, guy here. I like the. <laughs> he's he's got a great voice. Yeah, I and like he's it. got the name of our show correct too. Bulls and buds yes. and bulls and bulls. Yeah. But uh, for uh, Tuesday show because I kind of forgot about today's show when I left that. But anyway, um, yeah, I just want to give a appreciation to uh, Mr. Dave and everything he's doing with the podcasting community and whatnot. And um, I will admit, I am still on a legacy app. I'm on Pocket Chaos. I've been using that since before Apple had a podcast app. And um, probably just the amount of consumption that I do with podcasts has probably been, has been something that's like kind of kept me on there. I've tried out a few of the other ones, just haven't like fully switched over. And to be honest, I like the fact that it has like a counter, which I know is ridiculous, but it shows like I've listened to like 400 and some odd days of podcasts in the last like I don't know, however many years. Uh, just to pause, that would be tough to walk away from, wouldn't it? If you have like this stats thing you've been building up from years and years of listening, and you've been like, oh, I've got 20 billion hours listened to, and now I'm going to switch <laughs> over to some other app, you know? Like it's it's like uh, it's like the do you know Duolingo? Yeah. App? Yep. It's like Duolingo with the streak. Yeah. Thing. People, I mean, like they people cannot, hooked. they cannot walk away from it. It's they, they, so somebody was telling me the other day that, um, they, they were talking to somebody from Duolingo, like a support person. And they said that the, uh, it, oh, I know what it was. It was the person that runs their Twitter, the support Twitter. And the guy from Duolingo said that the number one support request they get, bar none, not even close, is can you reset my daily my streak so that I won't lose my streak? And so, like, and if you just if you just ping their support and say, hey, can you, uh, like, oh, I missed a day, can you like reset it so that I'm, you know, like give me a freebie or whatever, and they'll they'll just do it for you. Hmm. So I mean, it's like people are just hooked, man. They cannot lose their streak. Yeah, no, I, I, I can sympathize with that a bit being a, a gamer tard, you know, like there's certain things that hook me that shouldn't definitely not. And like, I see what's going on, but it just like, it doesn't really help <laughs> this. Okay. So this is what needs to happen then. So what I'm hearing here is that, that the breaking the streak is a big, is a, is a, uh, is a blocker to people moving to a podcasting 2.0 app. So mm-hmm. the streaks need to be pocket cast is now open source. Ooh. Uh, we need to put something in there that allows the streak and the, the, the stat streak to be exported in the OPML. Bring your so stats. That you can then import You can, yes, you can bring, you can import your stats and pick up where you left off. So you don't lose anything. Brilliant. Yeah. That's uh that would be a big solve. Cross mm-hmm. app comments. Now we got cross app stats. Cross, that's right. Cross app stats. Cross app stats. Let's go. I love it. Um, oh, I think I see what Cotton Gin is talking about. Boomer Boost. 33,420. That was three days ago. And he did do the uh, boost to the live tag out of Podverse. So Podverse is surfacing that too. I don't know if you've seen that, but you can look up like upcoming live tags and boost those. Um, oh, I didn't. Oh, which okay. Curiocaster has been doing for a minute now. Podverse is on that tip too. Uh, cool. I, I really love that. Anyway, I'm sorry I didn't mean to sidetrack Christopher Battles. Um, but anyway, 
with all that said, I know you guys have like talked a pocket cast, and I was kind of just curious what the what the latest uh, like how things were going with them as far as like really converting over to the T point and whatnot, and uh, yeah, and uh, any any uh, inside information on that? Yeah, we have a meeting with them, a conference call with them this week. Tight. There you go. Mm-hmm. More to now, come. They, when we talked to them last time, they uh, were right and really receptive. I mean, uh, just totally on board with you know with the, with all the vision and the concept and everything. Just just very much on board. Uh, but we caught them right in the middle of the entire process of open sourcing their code. Oh, sure. And so, like they, there, there was just really not. I think they were just consumed with that. I mean, they pretty much told us that they're like, we're not going to be able to do anything because it's open sourcing a big code base is a big job. I mean, you got to go in there and you got to make sure that, you know, there's no dirty comments in there. Sure. You got to make sure that there's no um, secret keys or hard coded, you know, stuff that people don't need to see. Right. You got to go. I mean, you got to go check and see if you've uh, violated any, uh, patents or anything of you know yeah. there's just a lot to to think about and so it takes a it takes a very long time to clean up a code base and get it ready to open source so i think um i think they're in a better position to to take a look at it now that's, hopefully something will come out of it that's exciting um mm-hmm. yeah they're definitely the on board. I mean, I whoops, sorry no no i'm just gonna say they're de- like ideologically that's not a problem very much on board they're definitely on board that's yeah. exciting yeah We'll keep an eye on that. I'm sure that news will roll out as appropriate on Podcasting 2.0 also. Yep. Which uh, Christopher Bowles does listen to. And said it last time when Adam was on here, but uh, man, just uh, to promote, as either here or Hawk Story, but uh, to promote, like the people, the podcasters need to promote their own shows. Uh, there's so many times that um, I'm listening to a podcast, I'm just at work or whatever, and I just want to like open up like, okay, this is a no agenda social kind of podcast or this is a Twitter podcast or whatever, you know, and uh, I'll go on there and go look at the person real quick and go just, you know, be able to like retweet, retweet kind of their thing. And it's not there. And I don't always have the time to, to copy and paste the URL and the, and the album art, you know, kind of deal and tag them and whatnot. And if I do, I can, I, I do my best to, to do that. He but, does uh, hustle, man. Sometimes it's hard to find their RSS feed or whatever, or even just a show page. So, I guess just that encouragement, like I said, just because probably more, Mike, if you have a few more listeners, the podcasters like promote their show. Now, I know I'm just sitting over here kind of being a slug, not paying money toward them, but I uh, just want to encourage people to do that because, uh, you know, right now, just financially, we're just kind of set up to all I can do is just uh, repost stuff. And uh, the work, wife and I are working on some working on our own budget and you know then i want to get to the point where i can have x amount of dollars i can uh put towards shows a month but uh yeah so i guess just that encouragement i know you guys go through all the work and you know all the back end stuff and get that show posted and promoted and stuff like that and anyway oh he hit the voicemail limit uh that's very rare for christopher battles but i i do want to point out christopher battles is a perfect example of um, value for values versatility in that it doesn't have to be money every single minute you're listening or whatever. Like there's so many different ways mm-hmm. you can put value in, even if you have no money uh, or like yeah. no money to budget. Um, so yeah, I, I would not, I, tr- I try to always 
uh, uplift that rather than diminish that. Cause I think a lot of people diminish, you know, just, uh, that sort of ground team and Christopher battles will like write cardboard signs out for your weekly voicemail topic <laughs> yeah. and take pictures of them in the real world. And like, to, you know, toot those out, like, uh, that's real hustle and real value. You know, that's part of this like community building thing. So that's, well, I mean, Steven, Steven Crater rarely, uh, boosts, uh, but he, his value to the podcasting 2.0, I mean, is, is immense. Like uh, he takes care, he does all the uh, documentation for the API. So if I ever, uh, announce a change, you know, I'm changing this, I'm adding this response property or I'm adding this uh, parameter to, or this new endpoint. It's like, I, I don't even, I don't have to even think about it. It's like within 24 hours, half the time, he's already got the documentation updated because he's good at it. That's what he does for his day job. Uh, he, he's, he's good at documentation. You know, he's a programmer too. Yep. And um, he's, basically taken he's like here's the thing i'm good at and i can do it very easily because i know how it all works and so i'm just going to do that i can i can take you know 20 minutes and update the documents and there you go and it and i don't have i don't have to do it <laughs> it's like yeah that's so much because time is just a precious commodity for me absolutely and uh and i'm like every it's every bit as valuable as any monetary contribution yep. and same with with Alex and a lot of people in the, in 2.0 is, um, you know, they just, their, their contribution is not monetary and it doesn't need to be because they have other things to offer. It's so tough, like to think about what would a dollar value of that even be if I had to put one on there, you know, like you can't even, yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know. It's invaluable. Mm -hmm. It's invaluable it, to have it that extra uh, kind of support. I think he called in cause he realized he got cut off here. Wasn't even paying attention to the time, uh, yeah, but yeah, happen. just making sure that you know that encourage podcasters to promote their stuff. And uh, you know, right now, like I might not be able to financially support or you know give that couple dollars to all the different podcasts, but I'm doing what I can, kind of deal, and then want to be able to set up the money to be able to you know give toward you guys and everybody else down in the future. But yeah, just remember to like promote your work. You know, <laughs> have that have that page ready to go so you can repost that page, have all that stuff ready, you know, post about it on the socials and whatnot. So other people, cause like sometimes there'd be times I'm like, Oh, I'm ready to listen to another podcast. And all of a sudden, bam, you know, that shows in, shows up in my feed and I'm like, okay, I'll listen to this one next, you know, just post it. And then I go look and it's, they haven't posted it yet on socials. So I guess just that encouragement to promote that work. Um, you know, you went through all that stuff, you know, give that an extra couple of minutes and, uh, and promote, promote your own work. So, yeah. Anyway, thank you guys. Appreciate everything you guys are doing. And, Love you, Chris. Uh, yeah. Battles. I'm gonna go get out of the car and walk through the rain and try to find something to repair the water heater with. So. <laughs> All right. I love you guys. Stay dangerous. Enjoy today and every day. And remember, whether it's raining or it's sunny, give a little cacao. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, what a gem. Uh, that's a guy right there, man, who's putting value in. It's undeniable. Yeah. You can't deny that that's value coming in. Absolutely. Uh, we love you, Christopher Battles. Uh, here's another one. Uh, don't tell anybody this, but uh -oh. I have oh, a little Lord. bit of a boo boner for the Wave Lake folks because they have this whole Waste Toys podcast feed that's it's got some pretty good shit in there. A boo boner uh, alert. They got a whole merch store <laughs> and uh, 
yeah, the the lightning lightning store that you can buy punk themed Bitcoin merchandise like stickers and stuff. Big old sucker for it. Very very excited to uh, listen in on them on the next podcast in 2.0. It'll be good stuff. Uh, I do have a question for Dave. How would you get people excited for podcasts in 2.0? I was uh, recently on an episode with a relatively well-known YouTuber, and we got into a, a, a conversation about the, you know, is the YouTube algorithm worth it or not? And just to kind of summarize it, he described it like a drug. And uh, I'm just curious, how how do you circumvent that and uh, just get people into the idea of breaking away from said abusive platforms? Um, so, yeah, other than that, live is the shit. Yes. Uh, so incredibly excited to take the show lit every week. It's, uh, it's really good stuff. And... Um, I would still boost you a substantial amount of sets if I could get a freedom controller that would allow me to boost. <laughs> just, just in the no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Bad you idea. You don't want that. No. Uh, this is a great question for Booberry because I think I could talk to him for hours just about this whole concept and about the evangelical aspect of it and like how to promote without getting discouraged or like, you know, I think that we just feel like maybe if we could say the right thing or share the right link that we could get people saved, Mm. you know, from this bullshit. Mm. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Mm. Yeah. So I, in some ways I, I just don't think about that. I, I know that's not a satisfying answer, but I don't. So, I mean, we spent, since you brought up Freedom Controller, we spent 10 years building the Freedom Controller and never had more than probably um, a dozen people that had servers. And, you know, but, but during that time, I got immense value out of it. Adam ran um, a humongous podcast community off of it. It still powers the show notes, uh, which in turn powers all the search engines and all that kind of stuff. And so there's, you know, that's one part of the answer is I try not to think about success or failure in terms of, of adoption, because it, it, when you sit, when you sit back and look at, at, let's just say, I don't know, let's say five years down the road, if we sit back and we look and we say, okay, we've we've had this many people that have adopted 2.2.0 listeners, hosts, apps, blah, blah, blah. And that number, let's just say that number is not, uh, significantly larger than it is today. Well, what we're doing right now on this show is immensely valuable to all of us. Sure. And we're, we're enjoying it. We're, we're building an economy. Uh, of sort of a village economy and it's all to me, it's all completely worth it. So that's one part of it. Uh, The other aspect of it is, is 
maybe not how you define success necessarily, but like, how do you, uh, spread the good word? You know, how do you get people sort of, you, you see the vision mm-hmm. and how do you transmit that vision to somebody else? And that's a multifaceted answer as well. Cause I think you, you know, some people, are, and, and you, we just have to accept this. Some people, they're just, they don't, they don't care. Yep. They just don't care and they're never going to care. And that's, then that's fine. It's just not a big deal. Uh, some other people, it's not that they don't care. It's that they maybe don't have really the time or the willpower to get, to get enough into it, to understand what, what the point is. Sure. So that's, you know, and that's fine too. But I think where, where you, it's sort of like when you, and whether you're talking about religion, uh, cons- you know, conspiracy, a, a, a lot of things. There's a there's this idea where you, uh, where you look for. I forgot the, the there's a there's a cliche where it's like uh, when you're when you're spreading the gospel, you look for the, you you look for the sheep that raise their that stop grazing and raise their head. Mm. So it's like this idea that you say uh, there, there are going to be people who are receptive and they're the people who become intrigued by what you're saying or what, what you're taught, you know, what you're, what you're talking about and the technology and uh, what, what the vision and what's possible though. When you see a person like that, that's a person who then will go on to spread it to other people. And I would put somebody like a, like Todd from Blueberry in this category. Yeah. He initially was very, very resistant. Yep. Then he switched gears and is like, you know what? I see it now. I, I, see, I see it. God, that's been so and cool to see too. And it's not because it's not because we found the magic words. It's right. because we stayed in the game. Yep. And just, and just kept going, kept going. And I think really ultimately that's how these things go. Uh, look at another example would be Activity Pub, uh, Mastodon. Activity Pub was a spec for ten years before Mastodon became a thing. Yep, it existed for a long, long time before anybody really grabbed it and made it become a thing that could be a huge success. So, I, I think really and truly, the biggest thing for stuff like this is is perseverance, and we. You know, I, I'm going to still be putting things into the podcast namespace 10 years from now. Yeah. And that's, that's because it requires, it requires it. Um, it requires persistence in order to be successful. You just have to keep knocking on the door, knocking on the door, knocking on the door. And it, but it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be in any way like, um, aggressive or, you know, Adam tells me this all the time. I'll, I'll text him and I'll be like, you know, oh man, you know, I'm so disappointed that this person we had a conference because we have conference calls with people all the time. I'm like, I'm so disappointed that that we had this conference call with this group and and it didn't work out. And he says all the time, he's like, they'll come back to us. Don't worry, yeah, they'll, they'll come back to us when the time is right. Because you know, you had that thing has to become, uh, in 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 business especially. Um, then what matters is 
when people, uh, what, what matters to business, to, to business is how can this thing benefit me right now? Yep. And if you can, if, if you can show them that great, but they eventually have to see it on their own. And I think that's the, that's what happened with Todd. He finally figured out how it could benefit his business. It will, it's, it's very similar with, with, you know, with listeners and, and, and users and that kind of thing. They also have to see how this can be a benefit to them. And I think we can show them um, through talking about like, like music. Hey, you know, I, I, I told my wife this last night, uh, I was listening to a new um, album off Wave Lake and I was like, you know, I think, I, and I, I was, I was telling her, I bought a Mark Kozilek album uh, the other day and it was an MP3 download off Amazon. I paid eight bucks for it and I will never give him another dime yep. for that album. I'll ne- he will never get any more money from me because, because that's not, I'm not, there's no way for me to do it. Yep. Like the only way for me to give him more money would be for this album would be for him to, for me, what I'm going to like drop a check in the mail. Sure. It's like, like there, there's no, there's Track no him way. down and throw quarters at him or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, ask him, email him, ask him for his PayPal. I mean, like what, there's not, there's no facility for me to do this. Right. But here's this other thing that just showed up in my podcast app and there's a button right there and I can give this per, if, if Mark's album was on my podcast app, I could give him money constantly yeah absolutely. every time there's a, one of his songs uh he does a cover of genesis uh, uh follow you follow me and it's only on this one album and it's one of my favorite songs in his entire catalog i would give him a couple of bucks every time that song came on and in in over the course of of years it would add up to way 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 more than the eight bucks i paid for the album and so I think like when you, when you can describe it in personal sort of terms that then also communicate a real world value to artists or users or whatever, uh, it's the power of, you know, Adam's, Adam has a very similar thing where he's like, uh, you know, there's a Beatles song that he likes a lot. And he's like, I would pay 10 bucks every time I hear this song. Yep. And th- those are things that I think communicate the communicate in a personal way how this is very this is a very different thing than anything we've we've come across yeah uh, before and and it's not just another app or you know another social media trying to get your attention away from it's not it's not that thing this is a new thing for a new reason exactly yeah it's not just like a new uh a new interface or anything it's like a whole new way to operate and and a new value mm-hmm. economy that we're kind of putting together. And I totally get that it's frustrating. Uh, part of the music evangelism is like, I tell artists, Oh, have you thought about putting an album out in this new way we've been doing? And then uh, immediately you jump to like, well, show me what it looks like or what's the experience. And and that foundation hasn't set yet, you know? So then, mm-hmm. then your first impression is like, Oh, it's this thing that's like really early and it's not ready for you yet. And then it- not only are you doing that, but then you're also like beating yourself up after like, oh, I didn't get them in, you know? And it's been like two and a half years since we put the transcript tag into the namespace. And it's just now 
beginning to see like real success scaling up. Yeah. And it's just now, I mean, there's three close to 300,000 transcripts in the index. It, it's just now beginning to reach that stage where it's, where it's becoming a little sort of critical mass. And so if, you know, if we'd have thought, looked at it a year afterwards, it would have been like, you know, this is, this is not going well. It's a sure. failure. Yep. But, but things, things in the technology space and things in podcasting specifically, they just take a really long time. Yeah. And, uh, but, but you, you have, con- you know, wh- I guess what we have is confidence. And I'm, when I say we, I mean the entire podcasting 2.0 project, not just me and Adam, but everybody, I think everybody involved, yep. you and everybody involved that's doing these things. We have confidence in the fact in the, we see this vision and we see how, uh, how well it can work. Yeah. And so we have confidence in that it's going to be ultimately successful because we're doing it right now and it works so well and it, it will, it will eventually trickle out and, and sure. over time it will be successful. It's yeah. uh just continue to evolve. And I, I got shivers when you talked about the vision, cause it was like the fourth episode of podcasting 2.0 that we heard on the live stream where we first knew about any of this. Right. And you laid out the vision there and it was like, so compelling the way you laid it out we could see the future of it and we knew that this was a long-term thing that would be around whether just us hopped on or whether the whole world hopped on or anything in between we knew that it would exist for the long term Mm. and i went and i got a voltage node right away and i didn't know a single fucking thing about light i'd never heard of the lightning network on bitcoin in my I remember life. that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I was asking you what the hell a channel was and how do I turn this thing on, and I, I knew it was still on Sphinx. I yeah. knew nothing, absolutely zero things. But I was like, I want a year of voltage right now. Like I had the confidence in the vision to put that money in and just dive all the way in because I was like, I'm gonna need to figure this shit out because this is where we're going. <laughs> you know, and yeah. not not everybody gets that vision. Like not everybody can see that long term, And so you just have to, you know, eventually when the vision manifests itself and you're standing in it years down the road, people will come up to us and be like, Oh fuck. You told me about this a long time ago. This is pretty awesome. Actually. I'm looking around and now that you can see it, more people can see it as it kind of evolves and grows. It makes more sense. You know, the the people that aren't early adopters, there's nothing you can say to them to bring them into an early stage because they don't like adopting early. It makes them nervous. It makes them confused. They're looking around and you're trying to explain the best you can, but like we're making this shit up as we go, you know? So it's not always easy to describe. Um, my, my biggest, my biggest concern <clears throat> really is just to try to make the net as wide as possible because I look at, I don't want to be too critical of Nostra. I'm not, I'm not trying to be, but I look at Nostra and it really is. There's just, it's a lot of Bitcoin people yeah. just talking to other Bitcoin people. It's very, it's a new echo chamber for Bitcoin. It, Twitter is really totally. like mainly what it is. Bitcoin Twitter picked up and moved over there. Yep. And, and, and that to me, that's not, I, that's not appealing to me at all. As far as like, I don't want anything we're doing to just become this little weird echo chamber where, no, you know, we don't talk to any people outside of, of the, of the project. Sure. Uh, other, to me, that's a big, that's a big deal. It has to be something that is very, very broad and can apply to everybody. 
everybody has something in the namespace that they can use. Yeah, you know, I we, love too that it's not like you don't have to have everything. You don't have to have the Bitcoin part. You don't have, you know, like it's something as simple as, oh, you want a transcript? Because you can just do a yeah. transcript and then there's that one piece. Well, the Bitcoin, you know, the Bitcoin thing is interesting too because, um, you know, I've said before that I'm not a Bitcoin, Bitcoin maximalist and, and I, I struggle to explain what I mean by that because it, it it's like I can't really get it across a lot because I believe in all the principles of Bitcoin. Like I, it's not that it's not that it's um, really you have to take everything into account. So when we were talking about monet, you know, being able to monetize, uh, we're talking about the value block. When we were initially thinking of those ideas, you have to take everything into account. You have to take the technology, the protocol, how easy it is to onboard. Uh, can you even buy it? You know, this crypt. You know, when you're talking about okay, which crypto do we use as far as that goes? Can you even can you even buy it anywhere? How hard is that? The politics. You know, I read an article about Gary, you know, Gary Gensler this morning, and um, they seem to be really backing off of of regulating Bitcoin. That seems to be a very positive thing. You know, general acceptance in the population, mm-hmm. uh, platform maturity. There's just so if you take all of these things into account, um, there was only one choice, and it was Bitcoin. It like because there there may be particular instances of a cryptocurrency uh whether it's hive or monero or just any any pick one sure there could be any any one of those cryptocurrencies could have a specific thing that was very favorable to what we were trying to do maybe it's faster um you know maybe uh maybe the transaction cost is low i, I don't know sure but any one of those could have a spe- a particular thing that was great about it, but that's not enough. I mean, if you're talking about committing an entire pla- you know industry or platform to a particular thing, it has to hit sort of all of these broad things in as high as it can. Sure, the greatest so, common denominator. The greatest common denominator. And so you think about okay, well, Bitcoin, it's it's in every everybody knows the term at least. Everybody's comfortable uh, with it to a certain extent because they know that it's not, you know, it doesn't have a company that's backing it or whatever. It's not invented by, uh, it doesn't have a CEO. You can buy it in lots of different places. I mean, there's a million places you can buy Bitcoin. Some of these cryptos are, are, are very, are like, impossible to buy. So you, you'll never be able to onboard anybody. Um, the politics, I mean, we see shit coins are getting cracked down on left and right now. Yeah. They're, they're just getting hammered. Um, there's just so many things to take into account that Bitcoin ends up rising to the top and being the one that is just the best choice in a broad sense. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that really is why, that's really why we, we went that route. Sure. Um, the, a lot, a lot of the maxis just talk about the beauty of Bitcoin itself, like the protocol or the, um, the consensus, Uh-oh. yeah, origin, but that's story. not, yeah, that that's not enough. It has to be like it's a it's a bigger thing than that. Yeah. Just the technology is not enough because somebody can come along and they can make a better one, but it's not going to displace what 
Bitcoin is because yep. it's it's it exists alone sort of and hits all those boxes. Yeah. No, it makes perfect sense for sure. Uh, and to kind of put a nice blueberry boosted in to put a nice cherry on top of the whole uh, evangel evangelical quagmire with uh, 66666 <laughs> uh, to rework a line from Wayne's World 2, keep scissoring and they will come. Yes, sir. I'm going to come. <laughs> makes sense to me. Uh, that is perhaps the most boobery of boobery boosts I've ever heard. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, no doubt. Um, oh man, the chat is upset with me because I haven't asked a certain question, but I, I'm, one more voicemail okay. I'm going to play and then we'll Sweet. get to it. Good Sunday afternoon hey. to all the people in the bowl, Dave, Lorian, Sir Spencer. Cheers. Um, oh. yeah, nice show, uh, so far. I hope everyone's having a beautiful Sunday as I am down here. This is Laren, by the way. What's up, Laren? Um, two quick questions for Dave. In the theme of Bowls with Buds, I was kind of curious. When was the last time you've been bowling, Ooh. whether it be yourself or taking the family out, and gone and thrown the ball down the lanes at pins? And when was the last time you had a Budweiser beer? Hey, everyone. <laughs> Enjoy the lanes. Enjoy the bowl. Beautiful day. Well, thank you very much, Laren. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. Yeah, when's the last time you uh, whipped a ball down the lanes, Dave? Uh, I do. We go bowling every year for my birthday and for Father's Day. Fuck yeah. Nice. I love it. Every year. I force my kids to do it, and I'm like, they already know in advance that that's, that's all I want. I want to go I want to go to the bowl. I want to go to the bowling alley. Right on. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've never drank. I've never drank a Budweiser beer in my life, and never will. Holy based. Oh. What? 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 <laughs> Fantastic. Never had the poison of Budweiser. What? Oh it's, my uh, god. There's a there's a joke. Um, I don't know if you know who Oz Guinness is. Uh, he's a like a. Like an evangelical, like uh, not evangelical. What am I trying to think of? He's a, a Christian philosopher. Okay. So he, uh, so he, but he's he's part of the fam, the Guinness beer family, and uh, so he tell he tells this joke. He says uh, that he was he was went to a conference, a beer conference, and uh, he was sitting around and everybody. You know, Pete Coors was there, and uh, the guys from. Uh, Guys from Budweiser, and and so everybody, uh, we're sitting around the table for dinner, and um, he said, uh, and each me the waitress went around and said, hey, you know, tell me what you want to drink, and each one of the guys, you know, told said their their own beer. And people, I want a Coors, you know, I want a Coors sure. Light, I want a I want a Bud Light, I want a, and it's and it finally got around to him, and he said, uh, I'll just have a water, and everybody was like, what? You're not you're not gonna get a get a Guinness, and he was like, "Well, I figured everybody else was drinking water. I would order one too." Oh, <laughs> oh snap! I consider it an invasion. <laughs> Words thrown down. <laughs> yeah, I'm a craft beer guy. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, stick to. It. I mean, if you're gonna drink it, you might as well enjoy it, right? Yeah, it's one of those things. I I had this moment with specialty coffee too, where like once you develop a taste for what's good and you like understand and learn how to discern the difference, it's very very difficult to drink what's bad after that. 
<laughs> yes. Super hard. I can hard. see that. Yeah. I see how that works. Yeah. Super hard. Uh, Chad F, speaking of things that are super hard, he says with 3333 three, three, three sats at a podverse, he says, what's worse than running with scissors? Scissoring with the runs. <laughs> God. <laughs> is horrible. All right. Thanks for that, Chad. <laughs> Uh, and then eleven one eleven from Lavish Out of Fountain, he says, Budweiser sucks. There we go. <laughs> uh, I'll boost that. There you go. I'll boost to that. <laughs> Cheers. Well, that was probably one of the most wholesome answers we've ever had on Bulls with Buds. Go bowling twice a year, every without exception, birthday and Father's Day, and you've never drank a Budweiser, never will. Oh my god. If, I think we've gone bowling on Father's Day and uh and birthday. Oh gosh, for seven years straight now? That's awesome. It's been a long time. <laughs> That's cool. I might rob a tradition and do that too. That's a genius yeah. idea. Well, my birthday's in July and Father's Day's in June. So okay. I get I mean, I get double up, you know. My birthday's in June, so I'd be like I'd be like real close to each other. Oh, you gotta spread that out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll do like uh birthday and Christmas or something. I don't know. You gotta bring league bowling back. Yeah, I would <laughs> love to get on a league again. Um, the bowlers are asking me. So when are we smoking some weed? They want to know, uh, some weed talk. They want to know, um, if the pod sage burns the bowls. <laughs> not, not since I was young. No. Yeah. Is it one of those not things? Since, not since the teenage years. It just kind of lost its lust. I think, uh, my dad always talks about like, I just got more and more paranoid as time went on. I just stopped. And other people just say they like get bored of it or lose their creativity. And then other guys will just like go until even after they're dead. I swear to God, they're still ripping bowls in the grave. It's yeah. just always interesting <laughs> to hear like the different like reasons and, and paths, you know? I, I got to, when I was, when I was young, I like, yeah, I, I could just go forever. But then like, um, at some point I really, it just really started to get, my anxiety going uh-huh. and it became it became really unpleasant and I don't know what changed but it was like all of a sudden uh, it was just not a fun experience anymore and I guess my body chemistry changed I, I don't know I've heard other people having that too same yeah I've heard those reports of like there just is a certain time on the timeline where it's like uh, it just became too anxiety driven for me to Keep going. The like heart it wasn't, rate, the wasn't heart rate would go up. Yeah, I mean, oh. my heart rate would go up high. You know, for some, and it's just like, I'm like, I, I can't. No, this is not great. This is not fun. You were feeling that shit, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you remember the first time you ever smoked, and what that experience was like? Oh no, I do not remember the first time at all. Must have worked. I don't. I, <laughs> I I remember some specific times. I remember uh, uh, the night that I always smoked with friends. And I remember the night that we all discovered uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. And this was probably, um, oh gosh, what year? This would have been like 93, 92, something like that. So I guess it was still out on, like it was still on TV at the time, you know, on the sci-fi channel. And I remember just scroll, you know, we're scrolling through there trying to find something to watch and, uh, very baked. And then, <laughs> and some, and we found mystery science theater and we were just like, Oh my God, what is this? 
it was just the most bizarre thing. Now I did have, did have one experience, um, when I was probably, uh, in my mid thirties and, uh, that has nothing to do with marijuana, but it did have to do with, uh, so me, so my dad came over to help my wife and I paint our master bedroom and, um, we're using that oil-based paint and we didn't have the windows open enough. Oh Uh-oh. shit. And we were just painting and painting and painting for a couple of hours. And all of a sudden I just, I was like, Whoa, I'm wasted. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just like all of a sudden, wow. Everything I am really t- high. Yes. That's exactly what a tunnel vision, <laughs> oh, the whole God. thing. I was like, Oh my God, this is bad. <laughs> and now I look over at, I look over at my wife and she's like, yeah, I'm baked too. <laughs> we like, and so then we look over and my my dad just starts he's he's clearly clearly high. And he's he just starts talking about like uh, uh George Bush and how uh he's got this gigantic pen that he that he writes when he signs his name, he uses a giant veto pen <laughs> and all this kind of crazy stuff and we we're memeless, we we're just like, What? And so then so then he we were like, okay, we got to shut this down. So he leaves and then we go down and, um, and we, I mean, we had to sleep this off. It was that bad. It was, it was, Damn. went on for hours and we, but we went down and we did find some Iron Chef on TV and that was, you know, the original Japanese Iron Chef. Okay. And that was quite enjoyable when you're high. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Paint fumes. Yeah. That's another way to do it, I suppose. Uh, not one that I would suggest. Not the healthiest thing. <laughs> Got to keep those windows open, my man. I mean, it was not. That was the most getting getting high off paint fumes with your with your dad. <laughs> not one that wasn't on my bucket list anywhere. It can lead to other drugs. Got to be careful. <laughs> oh man, kills. That was the name of the paint. K I L Z. Oh yeah, kills. Yep, that's no uh, very that's no fumey. Very yep. fumey. Yeah, no doubt. That's what you put on like the paint in the basement foundation kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, like the, it's like super oil based, you yeah. know, like that's the real the real bad stuff. You're like, this will never grow any kind of anything on it. Nothing can live on kills. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it's like you know, California bans it from even entering the state. So. Oh man, yeah, known to the state of California to be the worst thing ever. Known to the state of California to make your dad high. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. No, that's that's pretty excellent though. So um Cotton Gin in the chat wants to know, would you ever smoke again? Oh. Uh I don't know, maybe. It prob probably based on the number of bad experiences I had, probably not. Yeah. Uh it's just not it's kinda not worth it. Cotton Gin's like trying, I, I would I might try it. He's trying to pass but, you a chat bowl or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's not peer pressure, Dave. It's just your turn, that's all. Yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's laid back, I promise. <laughs> it's just me and my ganja. Oh, man. That's funny. Uh, it, I always have, like, a weird time explaining it when I'm first trying to, like, tell somebody who's, like, just sitting at a bar, like, about the show or about the journey of it. And, like, you know, we have basically a two to two and a half hour wide variety show where we talk about things that don't even make sense connected to each other really at first glance, right? It's like we're all over the goddamn map and it's very hard to explain, uh, which by the way, I think I'm eventually solve in chapters 
and just have like each regular segment sectioned out on the website. So if you just want to hear the uh, Bitcoin segment, you can just get them all in the same place via a chapter, you know? Oh, that's good. That's a good idea. You know, that's like a dreamless thing. Until then, I just have to be extra confusing. But it's always (laughs) this challenge I have to explain how like literally weed, it was weed that led me to like, the idea of freedom and the general libertarian uh, ideals and to uh, eventually Bitcoin and eventually podcasting and all this other stuff, but how it just stems out of weed for me personally. It's like just the weirdest journey that's the hardest to explain, you know? Oh, that is, yeah, that is a hard thing to explain. It, it is quite interesting, though, how, how one thing leads to another in, in your life. I mean, if you look back, you never in a million years could could imagine that this like if you say okay you're going to get here at 40 yeah and you're now 20 like you'd say first of all you'd be like yeah sure right but then you're like okay I'll, I'll buy that so here's how I'm going to do it it's like no 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 it's not a it's not a straight route you're going to go all you you're going to you're going to weave you're going to bob and weave and switch back and you, I mean you're going to go all over the world you know to get back to this one right it just it, it's funny how life leads you in all these different directions and you end up in in this place you never expected yeah it's pretty incredible um oh i guess we should have mentioned by the way uh the intro music that we started out with was wave lake uh, was a wave lake pick Lorraine, what did you grab this no, is what was it uh, Paul Birkin and the Dirty Party Snakes, King of Cups, a card of mastery. That just occurred to me because I'm looking at my list here and um, I wanted to credit that, but then I, got, I, was also, I was so jacked up when we came in, you know? Yeah, I found it on Music Side Project. Oh, Music Side Project, yeah. Another, uh, another thing we've been talking about. So I want to kind of close out with this thought of like, what... The future, I guess we can lump kind of live item and music since they're kind of two my two like hot spots in the mm-hmm. whole happenings right now. But like um, what you see and what like the advice would be for moving forward with the future of live and the future of music or maybe even more generally in any of these namespaces that come up over time. Like because uh, because again, we get that we get a, a little bit of FOMO mixed with a little bit of like, ah, you know, like I've been thinking about this for two years, but I haven't, I don't have any like code to show for it. I don't have a website you can go to, to like, um, you know, I guess we have like ableandthewolf.com, but there's mm. not, you know, like I want all these things that I don't have yet. And, uh, <laughs> you just described life. I, I have one of these things that I don't have yet. <laughs> Thank you. That's life, son. Uh, but I guess the future of live and the future of uh, the music medium tags, like um, mm-hmm. wh- what do you see coming in the hopper? Like what's the most helpful spot to pile on in your opinion? Uh, I mean, I guess keeping it on live and in music, I think we need to, I think, I think chat is, is a big thing. I mean, I think live is, pretty well baked at this point um i don't know that there's a lot more to do from an infrastructure standpoint i think i think that is what it is um except the chat facility does that does have to happen um i mean there's there's definitely more stuff to do i don't want to say that but 
I mean, as, as like far as like the thing, uh, the way things are laid out, I think we, I think we have, we know our way forward. Um, the uh, on the music side, I think what we really something really dawned on me yesterday, and I was talking to Alex about this on Signal. Um, is we really are going to have to need, we really need a way to do genres. Uh, or category, music music categories in sure. some way, uh, because um, you know everything is there. You got the podcast medium uh, tag with with music, uh, the ability to go live. There's a lot of stuff is there, but now, how do you differentiate what this is? I mean, is this sure? Tra- is this trance? Is this metal? Is this country? Like now that now we need a way to tag this stuff. And so we had this this namespace tag called um, called categories, and we kind of just hit hit pause on it because there was disagreement about the way forward. What were we going? Were we going to do a static list of categories? Were we going to do uh, like a freeform list where everybody could put in their own, almost like hashtagging? Sure. Um, Misspellings so never, and all. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. All. And that gets. You know, that gets messy. So it, it was a little bit of a, you know, we're like, eh, this is, we're all over the map on this. Let's just, let's just, totally. let's just hit the pause button. Um, but I think now that we have uh, music that's seriously coming into the game here and music apps like Music Side Project uh, that are, that are going to be starting up, because I think we're going to really need to have tagging in some way uh, to make sure that, these things can be catalogable if that's a word. Um, because some people, I mean, they may want, they may want to listen to, to acoustic guitar music. Well, you need a way for that to be findable. And right now it's not. So I think that's a, I think that's really an Achilles heel right now. And I think we need to jump on that pretty quick. Okay. Yeah. There's been some chatter about that in the, uh, wave Lake group too. And it's a tough one because it's like, okay, there's these kind of main genres we expect, but then there's these weird subgenres that people like to break it even further down into. And then it's like, do we listen to users as to what a song is, or do we listen to the artists as to what a song is, or do we, you know, there's, or do we listen mm-hmm. to critics as to what what genre a song belongs to? Uh, mm-hmm. There's all these differing opinions and um, lots of examples throughout music history where like artists would spent like <laughs> chunks of their career like insisting they weren't part of this genre that they end up being like you know the the kings of <laughs> right uh, yeah yeah for sure so it just it gets kind of interesting you know like how do we how do we allow the artists just to declare their own or mm-hmm. and then how many are there that's it's a fun one to to think about though for the future but you're totally right like People who are into country music are not going to want to wade through a bunch of rap and metal to get to it, you know, like, and, and vice mm-hmm. versa. So, um, yeah. And so we just need to make it easy to find because that, you know, I'm, I'm always, I always think about this stuff in terms of apps. Sure. And what is, what does the app interface look like? And even, and if you can't understand what the app interface looks like, can we just give the app developer enough information where they can make intelligent choices? And uh, so we need to be able to communicate what type of music this is to Steven so that he can put that in his app somewhere. Um, and, and I think we need more, 
I think we just need more people working on music apps. Yep. I know. Uh, and more people yeah. who actually know how to do it. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, man. I want to just cry when I think about it because it's like... Yeah, you, you should make an app, Spencer. Uh, Start writing an app. I really should. You're a coder. I've been, uh, I've been sh- on the should list for so long, man. <laughs> React Native, man. I've been you, shitting myself. You've got all the, you got all the tools and you got the expertise. Do it. I, make a I, music app. I'm going to. It's on my to-do list, Dave. Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> so a, year, on the, a year from now, on the two-year anniversary on Live Item, when I'm on the show, we'll uh, talk about the other stuff that you need to do. Ooh, okay. See, yeah. now that's what I need in my life is you as my motivator. <laughs> like, tell me, all right, make the app. Like, oh, I, I'm good at motivating that, people to that, do things. I'm not good at actually doing them myself. See, I, I feel you there for sure. Um, I only had one last question on my notes now that I'm looking them over here. And uh, um, at, I think you've both mentioned on the show um, wanting to come schedule some IRC trolls uh, eventually and as guests or like some of the, the IRC oh, yeah. uh, loud mm-hmm. guys. Uh, any word on 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 that happening? Uh, it will probably be... It'll probably be in sometime in April. Okay. Because we're, um, we've actually ended up, what I always try to do is I try to have a guest and then an, and then a week. I try to have guests every other week so that we don't go back to back guests. Sure. Um, because some people, you know, I, we're not a, we're not really a guest show. Yeah. It's even a, though it's we a have a lot meeting, of guests. Right? Yeah. It's, so it's, it's like, you know, we're, I don't, I don't like interview shows. Oh, yeah. And they're not, a lot of times they're not fun. They can be fun. They can be. This one was but, excellent, but. <laughs> it was, it was, yes. Yes. Top. This is top notch. Um, but uh, I don't know. I generally am not a big fan of interview shows, so I try not to have an interview every week. That makes sense. So um, I think that um, we've ended up with a whole bunch of interviews back to back because there's so much going on. I think what we'll do is just uh just kind of like give a little bit of time uh after we got like two two more interviews I think and then uh like late maybe in in April uh we'll have some time and try to do that. I love that and honestly it circles back to the whole theme of like slowing down, taking deep breaths, having patience, not being too hard on yourself for what you haven't done but kind of like soaking in what you have done and mm-hmm. just being kind of calm and methodic about the routine of everything and about the discipline of, uh, you know, we got to build the foundation out before we worry about, you know, how pretty the trim is and everything. Um, yeah. I and love- I, I work in, I work in the tax industry. So it's, this is tax season right now. So it's, this is a very difficult time of year for me to find extra time to, to work. Well, um, we definitely uh, appreciate you carving out time. Uh, oh, yeah, for us sure. to sit down today it's been excellent we uh surpassed the two hours like 20 minutes ago with i like blink and look over and the clock is it <laughs> oh yeah. and we have an exit uh boost 33 333 from lavish out of fountain says get booberry and spencer on p 2.0 bring the gutter punks on <laughs> <laughs> uh, i second that well maybe i'm uh i'm around I- i'd be willing to do it for sure but uh I also like I I always feel weird like handing people about things, you know, even the wavelength guys. Like I try not to be that guy. Mm-hmm. And uh I hold myself back a little bit, you know, I don't want I I like to be hounded. I ask I ask people to hound me because I know that I know that I will 
dro- uh, drop the ball. I mean, you know, I mean, podcast index takes podcast index takes a lot of time. Yeah, and uh, you know, and I have I have a job that's also you know fifty hours a week or so. Sure, and so it's not. And, and then family and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to forget things. I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop the ball all the time. So I'm like, I tell people, if I, if you not, if you asked me to do something and it's been a week and you haven't heard, tell me again, because I probably forgot. Okay. Well, yeah, that's so why it uh, doesn't bother me. That's why you're the pod sage. You're like unbotherable. <laughs> that's what we love. I do have you. unusually thick skin. That's true. Well, thanks not only for sitting down with us today, but just for everything you've done for podcasting and for, uh, really teaching people about lightning and nodes and bitcoin too because you know i would i would have a zero knowledge of that without your project so oh cool um just i feel a huge debt to you for that personally thank you dave yeah thanks for taking arrows man this has been great thanks uh lorian appreciate all your time and uh thanks bowlers for hanging out we'll of course be back at it next tuesday night and every tuesday night Right around 9 Central, we warm up the stream with some tunes. Uh, so tune in at stream.bullafterbowl.com or on any of the uh, fantastic live-enabled podcast apps we've talked about. And uh, also remember, forever and ever, you can boost uh, this show, and a third will go to Dave uh, at his node. Ooh. And uh, I'll I'll always make sure, Dave, that it's the right node. If your node falls offline, I'll, I'll update the new one you put on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had you. to do that for this show. You're the librarian. That's right. So, uh, until next time, you know, I'll stay Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. I'll be Dame DeLorean. Until next time, bowlers. May your bowls burn ever brighter. Honey, you read. Not if you were stoned at the time. Yeah. 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 Yes. Oh, man. You'd know that if you'd ever listened to my podcast. Let's blame it on the weed, everybody. What? What? He's maybe he can play guitar by the firelight. Bowl after bowl. Bowl, 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 bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl.com. <laughs>